Tapping In is brought to you by Contenders Clothing. Make sure to check out Contenders Clothing and put in promo code Tapping In 20 to save 20% on your next purchase. Be sure to check out their Top Gun line and be ready for the May 27th premiere of Top Gun Maverick. Once again, at Contenders Clothing, promo code Tapping In 20. At some point, whether we're training on the mats or living our everyday life, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that we wish we hadn't have done. But the truth is we can't take it back. It happened. It is what it is. That loss is not going to go away. That mistake that we made is not going to magically disappear. It happened. So how do we move past it? How do we forgive ourselves for our mistakes? How do we forgive ourselves for what we did and learn from that moment, learn from that experience and move forward in tonight's episode or this week's episode? Roy and I are going to cover exactly that topic, learning to forgive yourself. Maybe it's an injury. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a match that you really trained for and then didn't properly execute what you wanted to do. It's easy to beat yourself up. It's easy to get down. And then letting that moment turn into so much more that takes us away from what we were working on to begin with. Got to learn how to forgive yourself. This is Tapping In Episode 36. Enjoy the show. And we're back. Hey, hey. Some of you guys have been missing us. I've been getting the DMs. When's the next episode? My mom was like, when's the next episode? Does she really listen a lot? Yeah, she listens to every episode as soon as they Mary come out. Mary Lou, baby. She does. She's like, I could hear that man's voice <laughs> every day. And I'm like, that's great because I have a hard time hearing your voice <laughs> any day. Mary. No, all jokes aside, you know, I'm very fortunate. My mom is still with us. I can talk to her whenever I want. I can God make bless fun of her. her. Absolutely. So, you know, I try to be grateful for that. Uh, and my mom still can't figure out how to turn the goddamn uh, radio on. So, <laughs> Well, you know what? As someone that I know, um, their mother recently passed away. And, you know, he posted, he goes, people keep telling me, you know, anything you need, just let me know what I can do. Yeah. He's like, all I want you to do is just tonight, you know, call your moms, tell them you love them. You know, it's so true. I remember when my dad died, it was like, I, I was looking for anything that had his voice on it. I was yeah. going through tape recordings. I was going through anything, videotapes, just to like, you know, isolate his voice. Damn, it sucks. Death. Yeah. I mean, God damn. I don't mean to state an obvious, but it's just so friggin' permanent. Well, you know what's cool? All these podcasts are saved on a, like a, a little like zip disk that I have. Okay. I they're not zip disk. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I'm not a computer like a flash guy. drive? Yeah, so okay. when we go, we'll live forever. <laughs> There'll always be something with our voice. You know, it's yeah, but pretty it's cool. Like, like, like I got, I have a CD that I recorded. I, I've got loads of, you know, videos of me playing music. There's no way my son's going to listen to that. But this is different. He's going to be like, my old man fucking sucked. Listen, yeah. I, and this is so fucking morbid, but God forbid I get hit by a fucking bus, right? Ooh, okay. Hold on. Let's bring that back. I'm done cursing. Okay. No more cussing. Got to right. bring it back. God forbid I get hit by a bus, right? Okay. You know, it makes me feel good that, you know, my son's got, you know, a hundred hours of me just sharing my right, thoughts. Right, I get it, I get it. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. <laughs> I, I. But if I do I've, get hit yeah. by a bus, I hope it's like, you know. That's a quick way to go, though. I think I wouldn't uh, mind getting... I mean, you always talked about getting people getting hit by trains. Oh, that's good. That's that, that's like a splash, right? <laughs> that's, right a very, that's a big guarantee you're going to make it. Very high <laughs> success rate. Very high, very high success rate. <laughs> well, like I like you know, I don't want to talk about this, but like, like people who fail at suicide, I'm like, how do oh, you fail at God. that? 
You know, there's nothing worse like the people yeah. that like you know shoot themselves in the head and they survive. And they survive. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I would say if I was gonna do Dang it, I would, it, I would jump off a building and blow my brains out while I'm falling. <laughs> let's make absolutely sure we finish. Yeah. Let's the make job. sure. Let's succeed at this. <laughs> let's succeed at this. But no, um, that takes a lot of guts to pull that trigger, man. Holy man! I mean, you know what they've uh, most suicide survivors. You know what they say? What's up? They say right when they did it, they regretted it. I'm sure. The second they jumped off the bridge, off the oh, building. Oh, man, they have that moment. They said the second they did it, they regretted it. Holy mackerel. Could you imagine you survive? Think about the outlook you must have on life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what do you think about like the whole near-death experience people? Like, they seem to be pretty happy that uh, that they had the experience. You know, like, all, they all say, yeah, it's real. There's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And, Listen. You know, I'm seeing JC or, you know, yeah, whoever I it think, is you believe in. I mean, I whatever. think there's something to it, man. I hope so. I mean, that's we all listen. We're all kind of groping in this on this planet. Groping, yeah, groping. That's the word I used. <laughs> okay, groping. We're all just kind of groping at the. <sighs> we're all kind of groping at the teat that is life. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. That's where you we're all in it. the dark groping. Yeah. We're all living. <laughs> we're all living life. Roy is groping life. Dude, I played that game as a teenager. What grope? Yeah, we'd shut the lights out in the basement. Ten years old, eleven years old. And just start touching what with girls, absolutely. And then, act, you know, you accidentally yeah. you're like, "Oh, this is a penis." <laughs> no, you make sure you keep your hands up in the air so you don't catch the dick. <laughs> oh my god! We used to play manhunt. Yeah, and then you're yeah, like, like oh, that game. this is my partner, and I then you and some chick would like disappear. Right. <laughs> Like, yo, we're going to be in the bushes. Don't find us. Exactly. Gotcha. I never did that, but, you know, that's what I've heard. That's what I heard what happened. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, so, so I was just like, you know what? So I called, <laughs> I called my mom today. Cause I, and I told this guy, I was like, I'm going to call my mom today and, you know, tell her I love her and, you know, take advantage while I still have her. Isn't that sweet? Oh, my God. Within five minutes, I was like, this is why I don't <laughs> call you. Because she started... First of all, we had a treadmill at the school okay. that was gifted to us, and then I gave it away because it, it took up a lot of space, it wasn't, really wasn't getting used, used right? yeah. and it was blocking the door. So it was a fire hazard, and it was messing I up the you. fire pass. So I found someone who wanted it, and I gave it to them. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, why didn't you give it to me? And I was like, <laughs> what were you going to do with it? She goes, use it. I'm like, and how are you going to get it home? She goes, I have friends too. I have friends. I'm like, no, you're going to make me put it in my truck. I love how she's got the nectitude, too. Oh, yeah, she's just. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, so now it's like a whole spiel about like, you know, why didn't I give her the treadmill or offer her the Right, yeah. Like, what were you You can't win that argument. What are you going to do with it? Then she's like, she starts complaining that there's no new episode of the podcast. She goes, it's almost been two weeks. She goes, you know, other people are going to stop listening. They're going to forget. I have to know one thing. I I really, really got to know this, though. Okay. Because let, let's assume your mom is like the the uh, the older person that listens to this. Is she listening in terms of like what she learns about you? Or is she like really enjoying the entertainment factor? Or... So I'm going to answer that for you, Roy. Please do. Ready? I have no idea. I'm just groping. I don't know what she's getting. <laughs> I don't know. She tells me she listens. She tells me things that she likes. She tells me things that she doesn't like. Yeah. I don't really know what she's getting out of it. Because like Pookstar listens to it. But she's like, why didn't you mention me? <laughs> oh, I've gotten that. Oh, my God. I've gotten that. I mean, I, you know, I love talking about her, but I, I guess I, maybe I'm not saying the right things. I don't know. Every, but, uh, every now and then she'll be like, Mira, these people are going to think that I abused you when you were a kid. <laughs> I'm like, Mira, because you did. 
because you hit us. <laughs> Thank you, mommy. We got hit. <laughs> my mom used to threaten to tell me like. Would she hit you with something like a hanger or something or, or like a spoon? Or Old school, bro. She opened Chunkla. What's a chunkla? chunkla? It's a flip-flop. It's like a cheap oh, little like wow. payless house slipper. So what was the worst beating you got? The worst? I think you say your aunt beat you yeah, up one the worst, time. The worst beating I got was from my Aunt Rosie. Nice. I was like 14. <laughs> How did she pull that off? She Dude. just like like monkey do? Well, it was something that happened with my sister, and she always took my sister's side. <laughs> like, my sister would literally, like, commit the crime in front of her, and she'd be like, no, you're older. You should know what to do. There's video evidence that She's you did. She's a girl. She's a girl. I'm like, so that means she can just be in my room annoying right, the right. shit out of me? So my sister did something, and my mom was like, no, she didn't do that. You're lying. So, you know, I was I was 14. I was like 5'8", yeah. 5'9". Yeah. I was already, I was bigger than them. Right, right, right. So I stood up, and I got in her face, and I was like, you call me a liar? And I've, I've shared this story before. You can yeah, probably go yeah. back to episode 22 or whatever it was. And she just grabbed my brand new Tommy Hilfiger shirt. And she just like, like she pulled my head down like a, like a tie clinch. Yeah. And then she grabbed the back of the shirt and pulled it over my head. Hockey style. Little hockey style. Wow. And threw me on the ground. Little Dave Schultz. On yeah. It. Found the first thing that she could get, which was a plastic hanger. <laughs> just well. Beat me with it. It oh. broke in half and she just kept hitting me with it. <laughs> so like I'm getting, I'm getting scratched. I'm getting stabbed. <laughs> Rightfully so, right and deservedly so. Because you mouthed off to her. Because I challenged her as a man, I get like it. like I a get man. It. I was like, "Yes, yeah, say yeah. something." And she was like, "Oh, I see." And here's the thing: if she wouldn't have done that, mm-hmm. it, it just would have been an ego trip where I've been like, "Yeah, I run this house," and they let me know yeah. very quickly, like, "No, you don't." I get that. I get so that. I was like, "All right, I, I deserved it." So you know, that was the last time you got beaten up by a family member, essentially, right? Was it? I don't know. Barbecues get a little crazy every now and then. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not a family that would beat me up. My dad beat me up pretty badly when I was, I think, 12 was the last time he beat me up good. Because uh, I punched my brother through the uh, the screen door, and I caught him right on the jaw. <laughs> and the glass shattered. My mother's screaming. And suddenly, like, I don't know what happened, but like, I mean, about two hours, my, two hours later, my dad gets home. He pinned me against the stairs, pulled the belt out, and just started wailing on me, yeah. and I'm like, "Wow, I have I had never gotten beaten that bad." Yeah, and it had nothing to do with you punching your brother. It's because you broke the screen door. Probably, hundred percent. You know, because you punch shit. your brother, he'll heal, he'll be fine. But that screen door is going to cost money, without a doubt. And here's the here's the other part. My dog had found like candy, and <laughs> she was like vomiting and diarrhea all over the house. So my old man is just taking it out on me, man. I was yeah. like. Now he's got to buy a new screen door, install it. That's time. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. But here's, Absolutely. here's the best that part. Beating. And this is something I, I hang my hat on. I did not cry. I, it's like I did not let a tear go down. I'm like, let's have it. You yeah. know? You got it. I did not cry. Sometimes. <laughs> to this day. I sometimes. Think, I hang my hat on that. You got to take a beating. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Good fellas, baby. Sometimes you do, baby. Yeah. You got you to listen. Just take your beatings. Yeah. I've I shared a, that to people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like I say it metaphorically sometimes and people take it very literal. I'm like, man, just take your beatings. Yeah. And they think I mean like like just let us beat you up on the mats. I'm like, no, like you gotta take your beatings. Yeah. Like put your you ego know, aside. And, yeah. and like just, you gotta get yelled at sometimes. You yeah, gotta be told like you're an idiot sometimes. Someone mm-hmm. needs to correct you. Yeah. Otherwise Otherwise you can't handle like disturbances in life. You can't handle like criticism. You can't handle That's the thing. You know, you can't handle like somebody not particularly liking you you know well, so you fly off the handle 100 percent. and then the thing is when you can't handle criticism 
well, if you can't handle criticism, that means now you don't get criticism, which means you never think you're wrong. So right. when you are yeah. wrong, you're like, not me. That's a great point. It's like, no, it's you. Yeah. You're the problem. Yeah. So you got to learn how to take your beatings. Exactly. Exactly. You got to get lumped up every now and then. Well, I have a touchy subject, so I need your help on this. Groping, touchy. This is, you're using some <laughs> no, words no, tonight, my this friend. Is a very, very touchy subject. Okay. Do older people have a smell? Ooh, good question. Um, how old are we talking? My age. No. How older. No. I don't think your age is the age where people start developing a smell. Okay. I think if someone your my age. My son said the other day to me, he goes, you got a smell. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I wear cologne. I brush my teeth constantly. No, I think Jason just like busting He's your busting balls, my man. balls. Yeah, he really yeah. does. He just knows how to get under your skin and he does <laughs> he doesn't it. Get under my, I'd laugh. I'd laugh. I mean, you know, like. Yeah, but then you're like, I got a question. You're on the ball jokes yeah, you're and thinking the dementia about it. jokes. You're but I am thinking it. about it, yeah. It's in the back of your mind, you're like, do I smell? I'm walking away with like. Do I smell like mothballs and prune juice? <laughs> so there is a smell. Yeah, but that's not your age. I, I've always thought you. Smelled, I hope not. I've always thought you smelled delightful. Okay, your ghee always smells good. Thank you. You've never been this stinky how about, guy. How about breath? I mean, like never an issue. Okay, good. Because never like, an issue. I think like when you start getting to like there the, are a couple of guys that I've rolled with, not necessarily here, but just in general that I've been like, oh yeah, dude, you come have to, on. you have to be aware. And it's that sour smell. Listen, I've had times where I'm like, listen, my ghee smells. I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know what I don't know what I forgot to put in the wash. It's got a weird aroma. We'll just we gotta get through this tonight. I apologize. We have a mutual friend that that had a real issue with stank. Uh, that was gate. rough. That was rough. Like, that was rough. And I used to bust him for it too. Oh yeah. I'm like, what are you washing this with? And like, you know, I'm like, are you like using like Tom's detergent or something? You know, one of it's these like, like environmental shit. Yeah. But like. Well, that's like, you know, the, my friends, like I've, got, soap yeah, or I've something. got friends who are like, oh, bro, you can't use that deodorant. The, the, the aluminum in there is going to give you Alzheimer's. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the aluminum in my deodorant is going to give me Alzheimer's. Exactly. Not, you know, you know, Tom bashing my <laughs> skull in. That's not going to. Yeah, it's the deodorant. Like, yeah, that's what we're going to blame it on. We're going to blame it on Old Spice. But I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with dementia later and smell good right now. But now, but here's the thing. Someone told me this one time. Go. They said... Every time you make a purchase, you vote. Okay. And I was like, what? That makes sense. I was like, you're crazy. Because okay. she was like, I don't go to Starbucks. Every time you make a purchase, you make a vote. Oh, so she's she's doing it on a political basis. Okay, yeah. got it. I she's got a Duncan girl. So like, like, she's not into Disney these days, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm rightfully so. Okay. Uh, and then I'm like, I started seeing all these big name brands. Deodorants are like, now aluminum free. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. They saw the sales. They saw that people are going to these, like, you know, I got a curse, shit-smelling deodorants. Yep. It's like, oh, there's no aluminum. It's like, yeah, but after, if I Doesn't really sweat, work. I'm going to stink. Yeah. And they're like, hey. Do you use deodorant? I do. I don't use deodorant. I use Dude, antiperspirant. Here's here's how, how strong I am with my feelings about being stinky. Okay. All right, because you've heard the stories about my mom jumping in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> if you look up at that shelf where I have all the uh, supplements. I've seen that, yeah, yeah. There's deodorant there. Okay. So that if I like had a long day at work or something happens and I come right. here and I don't feel like the fresh. protection I applied fresh. in the morning was yeah, yeah if, if I don't if I think I wore off what I used <laughs> I'm reapplying I'm reapplying like you know what what harm can this do Well I'll tell you what, if there... these two extra swipes give me Alzheimer's <laughs> it was probably coming anyway Exactly 
So yeah, I yeah, give me this, give me all the aluminum. I'll put some fucking foil down there. Oh, I did. I cussed. <laughs> I said a cuss word two or three times now. I know. And we're nice. yeah, but we're like how much time in? Twenty it? minutes in or something. Twenty minutes is like seven. Fifteen minutes. That's sorry. That's Once every right. five minutes. Right. Better like than every fifteen seconds. Three I was... curses every fifteen minutes, and we usually do about a two-hour thing here. So you're talking about one, two, three, four, five, 12, 24 curses. Oh, dude, between episodes like 27 and 32, every 15 <laughs> seconds I was dropping. It was bad. I hit fast forward and I'm like, uh, 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 uh. I was like, oh my God. Steph was like, you know, you really need to work on your vocabulary. I was like, but I have a very, I have a pretty extensive vernacular. I just, for whatever reason, think that that word is the perfect word. It's the best word. It, it, it just, really is. It's so many. If it's everything, it's an adjective, I adverb, I noun, pronoun. Mm-hmm. Same thing with shit. That's my pronoun. Yeah. No, I don't want to be he, him. I don't want to be fuck. <laughs> Fucker. I say, excuse me. Motherfucker. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. F. Like, That's me. That's how I want to be identified. And why, why can't I? Why can't I? You can. Absolutely. In this yeah. world, you can. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's what I'm going to put on my on my work email. Where it says he, her. Yeah. Or like he, him. I'm going to put. Are you I'm gonna put doing fuck. that at your work? They are. I'm not buying. I'm not doing it though. Yikes. I'm not doing it. Slippery slope. I'm not doing it. Wow. I don't want to do it. I should be able to say that I don't want to do it, and that should be enough. Exactly. Free speech, baby. Yeah. So, whatever. Then get it, man. Just so you know, I was very coordinated tonight, by the way. My rash guard matched my shorts, and then I found out that it was a gi night. <laughs> I had to run <laughs> home. And well, you know, we, we do have the big schedule change coming on January 6th. June really 6th. June 6th. My God, I almost said January 6th. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah yeah don't, don't and now i'm gonna catch a summons this <laughs> <laughs> cool suddenly it's like and explode. you slipped up where were you i'm like i don't i don't remember i don't remember where i was yesterday well let's bring mary lou back into this whole thing how mm. was your mother's day since we haven't talked about it i'm gonna be honest i can't remember really yeah i don't remember what happened on mother's day did you get her something uh i know she got cards from the kids yeah she got flowers she came by after work. We gave her her cards. And then... Uh, That's sweet. Yeah, it took her. Nothing too wild. She works on the weekends, so there's not really much to right, do. Right, Steph right. and I are in the middle of some really big life changes right now. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to get into that subject, we can. Yeah. No, not a divorce. Settle <laughs> no. down, ladies. I know you're chomping at the bit to get a little piece of this. Uh, yeah, that's not it. It's, it's all good things. It's great things. Yeah. But, you know, it's stuff that... It's bit, and it's not another kid. We took care of that. No, I already yeah. told you about the tombstone living in my nutsack. <laughs> Great um, line, by the way. That's true but, comedy. Uh, I just make a t-shirt that says that. It's like, <laughs> my scrotum is a tomb. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so it, it's just very, very time consuming. Shout out to Leah Dowd for dealing with us. Wow. And Joe Haig. But that's it. I've given, enough, I've given enough clues. Enough. given enough clues. So the Mother's Day was like a, uh, just, you didn't get, did the family get together or that kind of thing? Or What did we do? What did we do? Oh, my brother-in-law was in town. Because we got together. My family got together, and I you know, I posted the picture, but it's like four people came down with COVID. <laughs> no, that, that didn't happen. That didn't happen, Roy. <laughs> it was a super spreader. That didn't happen. <laughs> Stop. Well, that's a joke. No, it's not. My... <laughs> yes, it is, Roy. Okay. Because then you came to the school on Monday. <laughs> I'm in really good shape <laughs> yeah, okay i am you killed a bunch of grandmas um <laughs> that's wild that's wild yeah my uh you my, gotta be careful my though your mom got it your aunt got it my uncle got it and uh yeah but your age demographic you're dying <laughs> it's coming for you yeah, i'm good 
I'm like, you know what I do? I I swallow a lot of vitamin D. Yum. I'm I that. bet you swallow a lot of vitamin D. <laughs> God, did that come out wrong? <laughs> Anything with the word there swallow. It is. And and vitamin D right after. Moist, Boy, what are you doing? Swallow. Grope. Like, I'm swallowing a lot of D. <laughs> I, yep. Yeah, you are. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I didn't say it. I did not say it. You but old, it was just weird that like people came down with that shit. You know? I made a run. Made a spring run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were like, yeah, I got And it. I feel bad, you know, because like I, I, I'm like, Ma, how you feeling? How you feeling? She's like, I'm all right. Like, <laughs> She's like, I can't smell a thing. Exactly. Does this lock smell funny to you? It smells fine. <laughs> I don't smell a thing. I don't trust it. I don't know. It's so. funny when I see people are like, oh, I got COVID. I'm like, what? That's still going around? Exactly. That's a real thing? It, it's like it seems so two years ago. Yeah, I'm like, In my on. mind. I'm like, let's move on to the next like, one. Everyone... Monkey pox. Exactly. That's the new one. It's the new one. Nice. Here we go. Monkey pox. <laughs> All right, so how about this one? You okay with uh, no bags in the supermarket? Because um, I've got fucking, pardon my language, i got like 19 friggin' like bags in my car now. So I'm going to say this. It and does not affect it. me. It does not affect me. Okay, because I'm I going to like the supermarket every other day. See, I'm going to tell you, Roy. We tell live, me, baby. We live bougie. Okay. Amazon delivers my groceries. Seriously? Yeah. Steph, Steph places the orders on Sunday wow. morning. She sits there with her. She goes, do you need anything from the grocery store? <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I'm good. And then as soon as it gets delivered, I'm like, did you get peanut butter? <laughs> She's like, I asked you if you need anything. Well, that's the problem. Because it's like the quick trip to the supermarket for like one or two things is out in my mind now. Because I don't want to like give in and buy these bags constantly if I have two items. I'll just buy the two items, just walk out with them. Yeah. You know? That's why it works great for me. Like, would you like a bag? I'm like, no, I got hands. I got hands, exactly. And I feel like I've been practicing this for years. How many trips I've made, like, or how many trips I haven't made with the grocery bags? Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you know what these cans can hold? (laughs) I'm like, I used to carry 27 bags one trip, baby. Let's go. Now I'm like, come on, just give it to me. I got this. All right. Do you think there's going to be like shoplifting going on though because of this, or I there uh, uh, shoplifting happens. Yeah, happens all the time. Wow. I don't know. I'm I, I can't stand litter. Like I'm. That was one of the ways I advanced in my career. One time, the uh, this vice president saw me cleaning up in the parking lot because I can't stand litter. So mm. I get the idea of no plastic bags, but it's like, God damn, this is really a pain in the ass. Yeah. No plastic straws. Yeah. Same deal. But they put your drink in a plastic cup. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no plastic straws. There's a lot of hypocrisy going but on. But there's surgical masks all over the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. So I'm sure those are going to disintegrate very quickly. Yep. Exactly. We're just filthy animals out here. On the positive side, though, I am wearing my new Contenders underwear. Contenders. And speaking of that, I'm wearing the Down Goes Frasia shorts. Oh, you're wearing those. You're wearing the Foreman's the other day. I wore the Foreman's the other day. Now I'm. Wearing my Joe Frazier one. Joe Frazier's. Got love. Tapping Smoking in 20. Show, baby. Tapping in 20. Tapping save 20%. 20. Save 20%. And this is the perfect time to go place an order because they just mm-hmm. released their brand new Top Gun line. Love it. So they already have. Didn't you Top say Gun. The Godfather and Tyson Fury as well? Tyson Fury came out. Godfather mm-hmm. came out. But they just released a new Top Gun Maverick line. Mm. I'm looking so, forward to seeing that movie, actually. I'm looking forward to seeing that movie, too. And yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that movie in a Contenders <laughs> t-shirt nice. and underwears. Oh, because guess what? If the, movie, if the movie sucks, <laughs> at least I know the underwear was good. Yeah. And then you can make a protest, you know, throwing them out. You know, 
I would never throw them out. No. Not my contenders. <laughs> not your contenders. Not my contendies. Tapping in 26. You're going to be buried in your contenders. Absolutely. I ever told you how I want to get you buried? No. I've always wanted a Viking funeral. So we're getting back to the whole death thing. Okay, guys. So you want to be a Viking funeral? Yeah. Wow. So you want to be out in the middle of a lake and somebody shoots an arrow. Set me ablaze. Set let my ashes ablaze. go to Valhalla, brother. Wow. That's a good way to go. I don't want to be buried, but I have to. I just get weirded out about being buried alive. Now, here's the other thing. I've also seen this, and I was like, that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw this one company. What they do is they like wrap you in like a bag, uh-huh. and then they wrap the bag with, they fill the bag up with like soil, okay. and they plant a tree. Oh, that's So they plant you. Yeah, so yeah. as your body decomposes, you it just fuels the tree. The tree. And a tree is a living thing. So like it's that. like, you know, you're still alive. I like that. And then your grandkids can put a swing on you. They're playing with grandpa. <laughs> Like where's where's little Joey? He's playing with great grandpa outside. I start moving. Where's little Mordechai? He's playing with uh, Uncle Roy. He's playing with Uncle Roy. (laughs) And they take a piss on you. There you go. They're drunk. Like sorry, grandpa. (laughs) The dog, you know, defecates on you, Amber Heard style. Yeah, baby. That's poor Johnny Depp. And she's blaming it on the Yorkie. Let me tell you something. She's blaming it on the yeah, dog. Yeah. You know how small that poop would be? Exactly. How small that poop would be? Human shit is a whole quantum leap from Listen. like a Yorkie shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how pretty that girl is. Poop is poop. Girls poop. Surprise, guys. So, wait, wait. She, st- she like squats on the bed. Just let it go. And lets it go. Yeah. How angry do you have to be to pull that kind of- Angry? That's crazy. Crazy shit. Yeah. You're out of your mind. That's crazy town. I will say this, though. Between Will Smith and Johnny Depp, I think there is a narrative that needs to get out there, and that is the fact that men, too, also suffer from emotionally abusive and physically abusive in, in relationships. Podcast, absolutely. Yeah, man. But people are like, because you're a man, you're supposed to be strong. But it's like, no, it's it's because we're men that sometimes we eat you feel things like you we take shouldn't it. have to deal with. You feel like you got to take it. You know? You know, I I, it's something people don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. We understand, you know, women go through a lot, but man, there's a lot of men out there suffering. Like when some dude's like, dude, my ex was crazy. It's not just a guy calling his ex crazy. She legitimately might've been out of her mind. Yeah. I've dealt with it. All right. I, well, they do. They always say that women have a higher level of uh, depression and, uh, you know, neuroses than, than guys do. But I'm not, I don't want to get into that. I'm curious. Your upbringing was all amongst women. Yes. And I'm sure there was a lot of emotion going on. <laughs> By the way, emotion is code for uh, hormones. Yeah. Uh, so my thing is this. When you grow up in an atmosphere like that, you don't know anything different. Yeah. So I remember like when, when I moved in with staff and when we were getting married, people were like, oh, are you ready to be married? Are you ready to live with a woman? You, you I was like, it. live with a woman. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I grew up with five Puerto Rican women. <laughs> this like half Italian, half German chick. Uh-huh. Uh, this is easy street, dude. You serious right now? Mm-hmm. Easy. Marriage, easiest thing for me. One woman, easy. Nice. You try navigating those waters with Mary Lou, Selena, Aunt Rosie, my grandma. She was old at the point, so she was down. Then when my sister joined the party, oh my. There was never a week that I was safe. It was just like, all right, who's who's transitioning now? Who's turning into a werewolf this week? They're eyeballing you like like, in the house. (laughs) I'd start looking at like, you know. Did you like hide in your room a lot of times? Man, I, I just I mean, I, I guess you were do. so used to it, though. Like, like I was not used to it because I grew up amongst all guys, and we basically stunted my mom's emotions. You know, <laughs> we really did. I mean, well, you know when she would start to cry, we'd be like, "Ma, cut the crap." 
you know well you know what it's like you know how like pilots when they like fly they find like the wind currents and they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. try to like you know ride with it that's what that was me i was a pilot but i was just you know coasting through you know pms it's like neon belly you know you have to surf it yeah you, you got to flow with it <laughs> you got to flow with you it. you got to flow with it <laughs> Except it was bottom neon belly. Oh, I was no. just trying to alleviate pressure and move around, <laughs> trying to survive. But I did. And then I, like, I lived with Seth, and I was like, oh, my God, this three weeks is very peaceful. Mm-hmm. And then that week hit. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll be back. Thankfully, the pook star didn't give me much trouble during those times. You know, now that she's out of that phase. it's a, uh... Seth's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we went through a tough phase when we first moved in with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll talk about this on the podcast. Um, her schedule was spot on, and it was always the first Thursday after the first day. It was okay. like Thanksgiving, you know. Thanksgiving was the fourth, thir- <laughs> yeah, fourth, the first Thursday of every month um, of when she started her lady. Okay, friend. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Oh my god, unbearable. Really, define unbearable. Like just very quiet but moody and annoyed yeah and annoying and then just emotional but emotionless at the same time then yeah. at one o'clock in the morning after ignoring me all night I'd be like you know what it is and i'm like i can't do this this <laughs> these 24 hours will end us i remember telling i was like you gotta learn how to control that i can't help it it's my hormones i was like okay guess what i've got emotions and hormones too yeah. you gotta learn to check that yeah i was like at least you can know, they I mean, she figured it out. Okay. I mean, I'm going to ask a stupid question. I'm just curious. Is that controllable or is that being manipulated or is it like... Do we have any lady callers out there? Hi, line three. I don't think I can answer that. Jennifer in Denver. Yeah. Hi, guys. Just want to say love the show, but you're complete idiots. (laughs) It's like awesome. I don't think I can answer that for a woman because I don't know. Yeah. But I will say that she definitely made an attempt to control it the best that she could. Yeah. And part of me was also understanding that that was, that's what was going on. Gotcha. So you kind of meet somewhere in the middle. Right. It's like, all right, like you understand you got to chill out a little bit. I also got to understand that it has nothing to do with me. So when you're like five women in the house though, Oh God. Do they coordinate? I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, they link up. That's for real. Like it was never like a full week, then a full week that it was like I'm transitions. It was I'm like transitions. Curious, yeah. Like, one would be coming off, the other one would be going on, right. and then the other one would be... So it'd be like, it really, instead of like a full month, it'd probably be like around like 17 days, 16 days. Okay. okay. Because, you know, one would hit day four, one was right. hitting day one. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I did all right. <laughs> but that's all you knew. You know, I survived. I mean, you, didn't <laughs> you made it out of that. Uh, that yeah. yeah, you know. Wow. It's oh, a perfect, perfect atmosphere for a boy. Thanks a lot, Dad. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Raphael. By the way, if you yeah. want to look up my dad, his name's Rafael Benitez. Feel free to DM him. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. Deadbeat. Um, I turned out all right. Uh, <laughs> There's a like CPA at the end. It says DB. Yeah, dirtbag. 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 I wonder how many people are going to DM him. I'm going to get a message. Like, he's like, I'm going to call him. He'll be like, go for it. I lawyered up, Miguel. Good luck. Okay, good luck. Good luck. Have fun presenting your case to a jury. Um, but yeah, I just never gave my waters. It, it it made me very patient and understanding. And yeah, I think that, that, that translated to not just with women, mm-hmm. but with students, with teaching, yeah, with coaching, with kids. Definitely. Where I'm like, 
So like when like when I have kids that come in here, the parents are like, you know, my kid's going through a lot. He's very, like I can deal with them because I'm like, dude, I've right. dealt with high yeah. emotions my whole life. Yeah. So I don't know. Everything works out the way it's supposed to work out, right? It all happens for a reason. That's why I couldn't give piano lessons though. It's like I can't like with the kids. I'm like, if you if they didn't study, I'd be like, oh, for Christ's sake. You know, that's a very different. I thing. had very little patience for that kind of crap. You got to do your work. I know. Well, like, for example, like right now for work, we do what's called uh, physical characteristic exams. And it's okay. right before you become an actual conductor. Okay. Uh, you have to take the written physical characteristic exam and then you have to do a verbal. Okay. So I, I'll say something like, okay, you're at Newark Penn Station. Take me to Raritan. So I want every station, every interlocking, every important okay. switch, every siding. What are the speed restrictions? Who's the dispatcher? What's the channel? What's the break in the rail? Is it high level, low level? Is there a fence? Things that you need to know. Big time. Wow. I can tell when someone actually studied, rode the trains, oh, did definitely. what they had to yeah. do. And that's all I'm looking for. Like, I'll tell someone, like, listen, like, you know, there's certain things where you need to know. But for the most part, like if I can tell that you're being honest with it, let's keep going. Right. And I'll be like, yeah. listen, just make sure you pay attention to this. Make sure you get that. Let's you're not keep a going. lost cause completely. But I can tell when people are like, I had a student one time. I was like, he goes, all oh, right. So uh, first station is Union. I'm like, perfect. What's at Union Station? It's a very simple question. What's at Union Station? Right. There's a very big thing at Union Station that you should know. He goes, uh, the station. I'm like, okay, what's there? He's like, tracks? I'm like, okay. If someone's going to Union, where will they most likely be going? It's right there. And he couldn't answer it. Okay. And the answer is Keene University. It's right there. It literally pulls you right into the university. Okay. So now we're going down. We get to Bridgewater. I'm like, perfect. What's at Bridgewater? No, there's the Somerville station in yeah. Bridgewater. Okay. No, there's actually the Bridgewater there's station. A, I didn't mm-hmm. even know that. Way. Okay. Here's why. Nobody goes to the Bridgewater station. Uh-huh. You only go to the Bridgewater station for one reason. And one reason only. Buy pot. No. no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Roy. You can buy that at a store now, my friend. Exactly. If you're still doing if you're still doing like weird weed deals. Listen, I gotta sneak in my comedy. That's every a fetish. Now and then. At this point it's a fetish. If you're like, I only buy my mead, my weed at the Burger King. <laughs> right. And someone's back and someone back to someone's car. It's like you don't have to do that anymore. You can just go. Um the only reason to go to Bridgewater Station mm-hmm. is because Bridgewater Station takes you to the Somerset Patriots baseball field. Or baseball there stadium. There. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It takes you right to oh, the parking wait, lot. You know what there is? I know yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. The then only we'll... reason people go there is for that. Wow. So I'm like, okay, what's at Bridgewater? He goes, uh, the mall. I'm like, mm, no. Mm-hmm. It's in Bridgewater, but that's not what I want to mm-hmm. know. He's like, I don't know. I feel like you're setting me up. I'm like, do me a favor. Go ride the trains. Because you have to ride four trains a day. Easy. Yeah. I'm like, go ride the trains. And then Tony goes, I rode the trains. I was like, no, you didn't. So he came back. He goes, I was like, what's at Union? He goes, Kuhn University. I was like, oh, see what happens when you actually yeah. ride the train? Wow. Just don't try to BS me. I can tell if you're trying. I can tell if you're doing mm-hmm. the work. If you're not doing the work, wow. if you're not meeting me halfway, why, why should I help you? Yeah. You know? I get it. I, I get had it, some, man. Man, I had some sticklers. Like when I did Atlantic City, it's a very easy line. Okay. But the the bosses down there were sticklers. Wow. I'm talking about if you pass the verbal on the first attempt, it was like a badge of honor. Okay. It's like I passed my Atlantic City verbal the first try. They'd be like, what? How? And what I did for this one, because here's an example of one of the questions. Uh, you know, what's the mile post for Atlantic City? 0.0. Like, perfect. Where's the mile post sign? Now, it's one of those questions. You'd be like, oh, it's on the building. It used to be on the building. But during Sandy, it got knocked off the building. And it's 
on the ground next to the building. They just never fixed it. They wanted you to know that. <laughs> wow. You'd get to a certain station, like, perfect. What color are the rocks there? Wow. Like, they really, what? really, like, yes. nitpicked it. Yes. Holy and shit. I had this guy named Stan. And Stan would be like, just so you know. I didn't even know there was anybody still named Stan. Yeah. I can see. <laughs> Truly yours, your biggest fan. This is Stan. All you M&M fans out there. Stan would be like, uh, after you get three wrong, uh, I'm just going to stop you right there. And we're going to go. He would ask 20 questions just about the Atlantic City Station. Just to nail your ass. Oh, my God. He'd be like, and where is the fax machine located? And you're like, what? Uh, I don't know. That's like, crazy. And then what he would do is if you were taking too long to answer something, uh-huh. so he'd be like, okay, and where's the signing? North side or south side? And he'd be like, it's on the, uh, it's on the, he would take his pen, he would do this. Because that was him letting you know, like, you're taking too long, and I'm about to give you a strike. Clock's a ticking, baby. After three. So I'll never forget. I'm like, and now we're at Philadelphia Station. He goes, and you're done. You're done. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, you're done. He goes, once you got over the bridge into Pennsylvania, you were done. I was like, I'm done. He goes, you're done. I was like, did I pass? He goes, yeah. I was like, I passed on the first try. I did not sleep. That's like the, that's like taking your driver's exam. Like you never Dude. knew what you're. Uh... Yeah, but it's it's for your career, and you only yeah. have a certain amount of time to do it. If you go yeah, past a certain it. amount of days, they stop paying you, but you wow. still have to do it. Amazing. I went three days with no sleep to get ready for Atlantic City. Holy shit! Yeah, I had a whole thing that I did to pass it. I teach everyone my little trick, but it was annoying, but I did it. <laughs> that's when people are like, man, this is hard. I'm like, did it involve oh, writing know. things on your hand? No, you know what I did? You have to take, I mean, I'm getting, this is boring stuff. You have to take the book, the rules, and then in the rules, you have to take the speeds, then you have to take the curves, and everything's like spread out. So it's like all together, but it's spread out. So then you have to take all the information, put it together, and then what I did is I wrote it down from milepost 0.0 Atlantic City Station all the way to Philadelphia Station, whatever, Philadelphia Third Street, whatever milepost that was, and then I wrote it out like a script. Oh, that's beautiful. And then I recorded myself reading the script. Like, Atlantic City, milepost 0.0, tracks 1 through 5, located east to west, north to south. And then I would play the video, or I would play the audio as I was driving or working out or doing anything. So I'm listening to it like a song. Then I would record myself. I would give myself the verbal. And I'd be like, okay, Atlantic City. And then I would grade my verbal with the recording. So I'd have my script and the recording. Dude. Brutal, sure. brutal. But I passed it on the first try. It's amazing. Still boring, but it's amazing. Oh my god, horrible. That's what I was like. <laughs> I gotta get better at jujitsu because this is. I'm doing a lot of work. I was, I was ready. I was like zoning out about two seconds into that story. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my life. This is what I do when I'm not here choking people. All right, brother. So tonight's subject. Thank God. Let's get to the subject. You're talking about trains. It, no, it, it, it kind of ties in. I'll tell you what. The subject is forgiveness, but not in the sense like. You know, some, you know, pie in the sky kind of thing. It's more of how do you not take your life so seriously? Like if you wouldn't have passed in that test, how would you have forgiven yourself? You know, you have to pass. Uh, But I'm just saying, it's like you can't beat yourself up over these things if you put in a sincere effort. Well, you can because you have to go back and take it again. Okay. You have to keep taking it until you until you pass. Okay. But what you, where you do have to forgive yourself is, I mean, you can't get mad because here's the thing. Like, for example, uh, before you start doing that, it's mm-hmm. called qualifying. You have to pass the 300 question exam, and I really wanted to pass it on the first try. I did not, and I was. Feared. Were you beating yourself up over it? Yeah, yeah, man, that's, that's what really I'm talking was. about. That's I really what I'm was, about. and it, and it wasn't because. 
you know, I didn't pass it on the first try. Like most people don't. Right, right. It's because I wanted to pass on the first yeah. try. I wanted to be the exception. I wanted to be one of those. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I want really to be able it. to say, you know, I wanted the bragging rights of like, I passed it on the first try. Right, right, right. And it's like, that's something I can't get back. I lost it. I'll never be that guy. And it annoys yeah. me. You know, I just, I want to do the best that I can with I everything it. that I do. I get it. So, I mean, in terms, like, like for instance, I, I wrote down that in terms of BJJ, I view BJJ as a real meritocracy mm-hmm. in the sense that like, if you put in the effort, you put in the time, you put in the, the homework, whatever you want to say, you put in the rounds, you know, you're going to get better or you're, you know, you're, I think you're just going to get a, in a stasis point. If well, you're, you're not, you're not going to get worse. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You're not going to get worse. Even if you take a long time off, you don't get worse. You just stay at that point. Yeah. And you're going to the same moves. You're de- Yeah. Right. You know, let's say you take a year off. Mm-hmm. You didn't get worse at jujitsu. You just got to get back in shape, get back in jujitsu yeah. shape, get, you know, perfect example. You take like a professional athlete who tears their ACL. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they're out of the game for 16 months. When they come back, they didn't forget how to play. But it takes a while for them to... The skill sets are diminished a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they got to get back. Right. The, the wind is not quite there. But what I was saying is that, like, you know, I take the art very, very seriously. And I take my progress very seriously. You know, but it means I forgive myself sometimes for not doing better. Well, we've had this conversation several times, you and I. Okay. Because you've gone through that, like, I'm not getting better. I feel like this isn't working. And like with your, like your uh, with your passes, you're like, man, like you're still shutting down my passes. And I'm like, Roy, I'm gonna keep shutting them down. Mm-hmm. The difference is that I have to put in more effort to stop what you're trying to do. And it's very easy with jujitsu to fall into that lull of looking at others and judging your progression based on others. And what's that one? That one quote is like, you know, comparison is the the, the killer of happiness or something like that. Okay. I'm with um, you. I'm with you. You know, you can't you can't judge yourself based on what other people are doing. It's very easy to do that. And then now, I shouldn't have taken that time off. I should be here more than once a week. I should be doing more than twice a week. Right. And, and it, it starts like, eating at you. In and a it sense, starts eating at you. If you care. Right. You but know? then that can do one of two things. For some people, that drives them. For some people, it makes them quit. They get discouraged. They get so discouraged. Yeah. And it's like, what are you being discouraged about? Tom says it at every seminar, and he said it here several times, and I I can't stress it enough. He says, remember, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. You're going to be the one that takes the fun out of it. Don't do that. Right. Just focus on what you're trying to accomplish. I'm not as good. Man, like that guy started a year after me. He's already so much better. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about that. They're single. Maybe they're younger. You're like... like like someone can't look at someone like Max and be like, man, like this guy started two years after me. He's already so much better. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's also 20 years old. He's right. not married. Doesn't yeah. have a, he doesn't have a career yet. He doesn't have kids. Yeah. He's got no distractions from doing this every single day. Right. If you're someone that trains twice a week, it's like, yeah, he's going to get better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like well, what I'm getting at is like, you can't take it so seriously. And this is alluding to Tom's st- statement. You can't take it so seriously that it undermines your confidence. Right. And that, that's what I'm trying you know to what say. I'm There's like, got to be an, uh, this sort of fun aspect well, to it. So then, so going back to that situation, like someone like Max or Manny, yeah. then you start getting into the mindset of like, well, I can't train twice a week. I should have started earlier. I should have done this. Well, I can't do that. 
So then you start getting frustrated with it. And then you start getting frustrated with yourself. Exactly. And then it starts seeping into your other aspects of life. And you got to realize like, that's not the way it is. Yeah. That's not the way it goes. Totally it's, agree. it's your own journey at your own time. I mean, there's a lot of times when I guess the frustration level comes in is if you're not what you want to be athletically, you're not what you want to be as far as strength. And I guess that's the whole comparison thing then. Yeah. And you know what it is too? Sometimes you're comparing yourself to a younger version of yourself. Yeah. That's a great point. So too. you'll get the guys who used to be athletes. Let's used say. to be athletes. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. I wrestled in high school. And then they get here and they're like, Oh man, when did you wrestle? I'm like, I never wrestled. Yeah. And you out wrestled them. And they're like, Whoa, how? And it's like, man, like when you stopped wrestling at 18 years old, that's when I started. Yeah. I'm going to out wrestle you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then it becomes like, man, I should have never stopped. I should have never let myself get out of shape. And sometimes that deters people. Right. You know, I just talked to someone today where I was like, man, where you been? He's like, you know, I'm just so out of shape and it really gets in you my head. You did mention that. I didn't want to guess I'm just who it like, was, but you know. I'm just like, man, like you got to get rid of that. That's in your own head. Yeah. Like forgive like, yourself. Forgive yourself. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. You took the time off. But now ask yourself this, like what is sitting at home doing the same thing going to do to make you better? Yeah. How is that going to get you out of the rut you're in? It's not. You know what it is? Getting your ass in. Yeah. And training and realizing your favorite part about being here had very little to do with the chokes and the takedowns. It was the feeling you got. It was the, it was the camaraderie. Pro the progress too. The tribe. Yeah. Helping other people get better. That was always one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. Is knowing that I, I trained with someone while they were getting ready for a competition or a match and seeing them do well, I'm like, hell yeah, man. Like, I'm glad I could give you those good rounds. Yeah, I pushed you. Yeah. And then it'd be the opposite. Like, there'd be nights yeah. where I'm like, I'm sorry, I just gave you, I gave you shit rounds. I'm sorry. I do feel bad when, I'm I, sorry. when I, when I don't like, when I don't give somebody my best. But in a way, like, that's the, that's great because it shows how much you care. Yeah. Like, you're not like, man, I'm so mad I was horrible tonight. You're like, dude, I'm sorry I was off. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't give you a better round. And meanwhile, they're like, you were fine. It's like that Gordon line. Sorry, I sucked tonight. Or Sorry, something. I sucked tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't submit everybody. I'm awful. Like, Jesus. Have you ever hurt somebody that you feel bad enough that you you really have to say, I have to forgive myself over this? For causing an injury? Yeah. Like, I never... remember really feeling bad because I, 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 I hurt somebody's ribs one time. It wasn't here, thankfully. but I've never injured anyone. Okay. I've never, I've never hurt someone. Wow. I got to really think about that. Um, there's someone who's claiming that I hurt them. I did not. Uh, I knew you were going to bring that up. Don't, don't, I did not. That's not. They the, hurt themselves. Exactly. Um, but I've never physically hurt someone. Um, okay. I think the closest I ever came to actually injuring I guess someone, what I'm saying is if you did, would you forgive yourself over it? Just say, listen, they signed the release, that kind of thing. Or It's tough, man, because you know what? When injuries, and I, I've had people like I've trained with and like I thought they were injured. Like something happens that night and then they're back like they did. Like, oh, it's nothing. But when it happens, it's my first thought is like, I can't believe like that happened right with me like i can't believe like especially me like i really ask anyone who's ever trained with me i don't hurt people because you have you have the size that even like inadvertently you could possibly hurt somebody because you're so yeah but i know where to control myself i know right. where to stop because i'm aware of my size right i'm aware of what i'm doing right you know like if i'm going with someone like carlos yeah i, I know like you know when i'm going to a gorilla like that i can go 100 miles an hour and go balls to the wall right right you know if i'm rolling with tom 
you know, I'll, I'll, I, I know I can do what I want to do. Exactly. Exactly. But with other people, it's like, I'm very aware. Like, no, like if, like if I'm going on a submission, for example, and this happens all the time, if I lock a submission on like a blue belt or a white belt or someone and they're not tapping and I can tell they're just not going to tap, you know yeah. what I do? Let go of the submission. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm not going to feel hurt the same you. way. Like if I can feel like, listen, if I push a little bit more on this, come I'm going to snap your arm. Yeah. I just let go of the submission. Like, yeah. I'm not going to hurt you. It's just what's not it, worth what's it. going to accomplish. It's not worth it. And it's like, it actually improves your game because you know, what's my next, you know, what's my plan B yeah. now kind of thing. Even now, like when I train with the, uh, you know, lower ranks, I don't finish submissions. Yeah. I'll just lock it in. Then we reset. Right. Like, I think what, it's a perfect attitude. You have this. to. Yeah. You know, or I'll pick one submission. I'm like, all right, I'm going to train with this blue belt. I'm only going to work Kimura's. I'm only going to work this sweep and I'll just see how many times I can hit it. Right. Right. And sometimes I'll tell them like, look, I'm only going for this sweep. So just don't let me get that and you'll have a nice fun round. Yeah. And it makes it very hard for me because now you know you're only stopping one thing. And you're giving them your game plan. Yeah. You know. Which they, forces them to get better. They have allows to watch them out to for the triangle or they got to yeah. watch out for so we know whatever it happens to be you're choosing. Yeah. Well, by the way, your hat looks like a yarmulke. I'm very Oy vey. <laughs> I love it. It's because my hair is so long right now. It makes everything look smaller. God, I wish I could say this. Huh? I got to get it trimmed up. Got to get the sides trimmed up. Still growing it. Go right. for that Jason Momoa. <laughs> is that still in the uh, game plan? Oh, yeah. Steph wants it. Mama, mama wants it. Mama it. gets it. Wow. You know what she told me the other day? She told me she misses the beard. I, I think you look good with it. Not a long one, though. She was like, like I was scraggly like, kind she of goes, beard. Yeah, she goes, something about it. I don't know. She likes the whole scraggly. It's like, like having sex with a homeless person. Well, I used to trim it so that it came down to a point. Okay. So it wasn't just like long and bushy. I used to trim it so it was like pointed. So you look like a magician? I, I don't know. I was just trying to look like, <laughs> like Blackbeard or something. I don't know. Start to look cool. Did. I don't know why I do have to show Every time I, I try to grow a beard, I can't stand it. it just, I just get See, That's why itchy. you make your jokes. You try to hurt me because you can't do it. You but you know what? Right, baby. Listen, you can't grow a beard. That's all right. Don't be mad I about that. Forgive grow yourself. It. I just it's don't like the feeling of the beard. Yeah. It just what feeling? itches me. You got, me. you know why you, you got to get past that phase. That I, just, I don't like, like I get, like Jason said, just get, because he's had a beard since like 17 years old. Yeah. You know, I can't do it. I just, I get too hot or whatever. You just got to get past those two, I three days. I love the feeling of being clean shaven. Yeah. I can't do it. I look too young. Do you? Mm. I could see that. Yeah. You look much better with a little facial. Yeah. Well, I did it like a month ago. I completely took everything off. Yeah. And I think T.O.B. was like, I walked in, he goes, Yeah. He goes, that just took off like 10 years. I'm like, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> I look like I'm 25. Speaking of T.O.B., he looks like he dropped a little weight. Oh, if you show up and train, it's going to happen. God love him. Watch what you eat. He's a great I guy. love that dude. He's on that path to purple. He's almost there. I'll never forget. He got so drunk at my house when uh, we had a whiskey night. <laughs> I'm like, Tay, do you need a you need a cot or something? <laughs> well, we had like three cops there and they started giving us sobriety tests. <laughs> it's like before you leave, it's like, you failed, you failed. We were like Uber. Blow into this crack pipe. Yeah. <laughs> they did me. They're like, you pass. I was like, I know I did. Wow. I didn't even know they did that. Mm-hmm. Well, they were doing it for fun. Oh, is that the And they're showing us all the little tricks they do. Like, we can make <laughs> you fall. And they did it on TOB. They're like, watch this. Follow the light, follow the light. And then they just like drop the light real fast and you follow oh. it. And then you f- they're like, someone who's drunk will fall forward. Holy Because their eyes move and they're like, they can't just move their eyes. Their whole body goes with it. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was a fun time. We got to have another one soon. Yeah, I was, I was going to do it. But don't Whiskey. you want to do something uh, over the summer? Whiskey. Yeah, soon. Because uh, I was thinking of doing my thing probably around uh, 
September-ish, you know, when it's a little bit more cool outside. Because it's going to start getting hot at night. It's going to be a hot summer. Yeah. I can feel it already. Yeah, it's going to be a little toasty. I'm playing a gig this Saturday night. It's supposed to be 95 degrees. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I know. Steph was like, it's going to be really warm this weekend. Let's do something. I was like... (laughs) We're going to melt. Exactly. I was like, what do you want to do? I want to sit in air I'm conditioning. one of those jerks that like, it never, I'm never happy though. It's like, if it's too cold out, I'm like, it's cold out. If it's too hot, I'm like, it's hot out. I'm like, one of those. I enjoy every season for what it is, people. man. Even when it's 100 degrees, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to soak this up. You know why? Because in about five months, it's going to be 40 degrees. So what are you miserable. running in the house? What's your, what are you averaging with the air conditioning? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. We're because at if I do that, six degrees in my house. Oh, Pookie needs wish, air conditioning. I wish. <laughs> Steph is really big on the June first. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna die. You better pray it stays cool until June first. Right. We don't touch it. I've kind of learned. There was. So one of the first years. So she I, starts shifting it at Memorial Day. Let's say here's here's the thing. I get very hot uh-huh. very quickly, and I sweat. Yeah, exactly. I sweat a lot. Like it's uncomfortable. And I'd explain this to her. So when we got married, we're living in the new house, and I'm sweating, and she's yeah. concerned about the the bill now because it's it's a home. It's not an apartment. You know, it's not a forty dollar electric bill anymore. Oh, it's gonna be two fifty. Yeah. So. I like it. I'm like, I'm like Steph. Like you can't, you can't leave it at at 74 <laughs> right. for the air conditioning. Holy like, shit. like you got to drop that down to like at least 68. Holy and she's like, no. So we compromise on 70. Okay. So I take a shower. I come out and and I'm soaking wet. And she's like, why are you so wet? I'm like, I can't stop sweating. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why it's so hot. I was like, I'm like, is it, like, did you? It's a thermostat on 70. And she's like. Her eyes get real big. She just looks at me. She goes, mm-hmm. I'm like, 74. I'm like, what did you do? Like, <laughs> what did you do, woman? I was like, what did you do to that thermostat? She goes, I didn't believe you. So I put it on 74. I was like, I'm dying. I was like, your husband's melting. I just cut 10 pounds in the last two seconds. Exactly. I was like, did you think I was lying yeah. about about my perspiration? She was like, I didn't know. I'm like, oh, God. So now it's it's a hard 70. I was talking there. with my, you know, I have the uh, the Indian neighbor. Yes, I love this guy, Ratchet. He he did the best, you know, roast of me the other night. But uh, he was good. He doesn't turn the air conditioning on at all in this house. Hmm. I'm like, dude, I I don't even know what the hell I can well, even like, get fathom. Ve- that. Doesn't it get very hot in India? It does. He's going back there with his family for two months. I said, what is what's the temperature over there now? He goes like oh, 110. By the way, that, yeah. was, that was my really, really good yeah, Indian impression. That was, that was awful. <laughs> so when he's here and it's like 90, he goes, that's not so bad. Mr. Roy, it's, it's 100. That's so hot, dude. I know. It's crazy hot. I remember when Tom did a seminar in Dubai. He's like, bro, it's like 115 degrees over here. <laughs> he's like, this is heat. This is serious. He goes, this is, this is hot. This is hot. He goes, I'm, I'm melting. This is hot. He's like, it's 105 at night. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, that was what threw me off about Arizona when I lived there. It was like the thing that really struck me is that it could be over 100 degrees during the day, but at midnight, it's still 100 degrees. It's crazy. Like It like yeah. doesn't cool down out there. So let's get back to the subject. Mishigas. All right. So as far as forgiveness in terms of life, I broke it down into forgiving others if they you know dumped on you and shit on you kind of mm-hmm. thing and forgiving yourself for any regrets you had in your life. So I guess as far as forgiving yourself, do you have any, like, let's say professional regrets 
like maybe I should have joined the train sooner or, or anything like that that you beat yourself up over? I try not to. Um, and I mean, I, I, I have some, but I really try not to only because one of, one of the things that I learned in jujitsu and, you know, from playing football too, you have to have short-term memory. Big time. Big you have time. to, you know, when you, when you have an L or a loss, right. they call them taking L's, yep, young kids. Absolutely. You know, take the lesson from it, get better, work on it, but you got to forget it happened. You got to forget it. You got to mm-hmm. keep going. Because if you constantly dwell on the so loss. that's your coping mechanism. It just holds you back. Yeah. It holds you back. And it'll prevent you from progressing. So with jiu-jitsu, it's like, okay, I've had tournaments where I lose. Well, if you just dwell on it and dwell on it and dwell on it, you'll get yourself to a point where your anxiety gets so high, your paranoia gets so high, your Without a doubt. discomfort gets so high that you never do it again. So forgiving yourself is a way of actually improving your jujitsu or, or really anything in life. You have to. You have to accept like, listen, this happened. I made a mistake. Let's work on it. Let's let's move on. Funny enough, I actually shared something today with one of my students, uh, younger, younger young man, little Dante. He's like 12 years old. I think Dante's actually like 10 or 11. But, you know, he... He came from a karate background, and when he did karate competitions, or taekwondo, I should say, he did very well. So when he did a jiu-jitsu competition, I told his mom, I was like, this is different. Yeah. She goes, well, he did so great with taekwondo. I was like, I'm going to say it again. This is different. Yeah. So his first time out there did not go well. Huh. And there's a picture, you can probably see it on the Instagram account, um, where I'm like consoling him. He's His face is red. He's crying. And I'm like, dude, like you showed up. You stepped out of your comfort zone. You yep. did great. You mm-hmm. got caught. You got to get past it. So he hasn't competed since, but he, I think he might have competed one more time. But he goes back and forth, mm-hmm. right? Because when you lose, it stinks, man. It, it oh, hurts. It does, yeah. Especially in a jiu-jitsu match because it's like you had to say tap. You had to say uncle. You had to admit like, I can't get out. You, you got submitted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it it stings. So today we're watching the Who's Next uh, show available on Flow Grappling. Uh, pretty awesome show. It's kind of like an ultimate fighter meets, you know, jujitsu. Okay. And J-Rod, Jacob Rodriguez, has his match. And you find out on the first day they're all going to compete. No time limit, sub only. And they're going to get rid of eight of the competitors right away. So day one, you're like, hey, I made it on this show, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. right. You find out within hours, like, no, you're going to compete today. Right. So now, like, you left. And then you go back home the so next this is like day. The ultimate fighter kind of. It's thing? like the ultimate fighter, but okay, for gotcha. jujitsu, for uh, the who's number one. So I you get you. a contract with who's number one. Great concept. Jacob Rodriguez goes in there and gets buggy choked in two and two minutes and forty five seconds. Oh, bummer! Wow. And he's very upset. He's, he's crying. Th- you, that's that's a choke that just comes on out of the blue. And it's like you think you're doing okay. Yeah. You're passing guard. You got the side control, and suddenly clock. Well, you know he he's training with you know B team and yep. his brothers Nicky Rod, and there's a lot of. You know, a lot of pressure there. There's a lot of pressure there. There's a hype train behind it. People, no there's already eyes on you. Yeah. This was before or after ADCC, by the way, because he this did was, look quite nice. So this was before. Ah, okay, got so it. So he loses and he's crying and he's upset, and rightfully so, I completely understand. And Dante was here because he was helping the little kids class. I was like, I want you to pay attention to this. I was like, do you see what just happened? And he's like, yeah, he, he lost. I was like, look at those emotions. Those are real emotions. Yeah. I was like, but you know what he did after this? I was like, three months later, he went to Las Vegas and he won the ADCC West Coast Trials. I was like, you know what happens to that lost? Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. They forgot about it. Most important, Jay doesn't care. Anymore. Not anymore. I was like, that's going to drive him. I was like, he took the lesson. Yeah. And 
A little twist of irony. You know how he won the finals? Buggy. Buggy choke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Buggy choke. Very and that's cool. what I was telling Dante. I was like, if you let losing keep you from doing anything, mm-hmm. that's the real loss. Yeah. Not what happens on the mats. You know, Tom likes to say it all the time. You're one win away from erasing a thousand losses. Yeah. You're one good day away from becoming a world champ. Absolutely. And nobody cares about all the ones you lost in the first round or the second round. You're one win away from it's erasing true. all your losses. Yeah. And that ties into your personal life too. Look at look at the current UFC lightweight champ. Well, he's not the champ right now. Well, you know he's the champ. Uh Charles Oliveira. Oh, Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira. Okay. Yeah. Charles Oliveira was had lost. Yeah. Quite a few matches when he yeah. came in. You know, Frankie beat him up pretty bad. Figured it out, yeah. At forty-five, but he stuck with it. He kept working. Yeah, you know, he adjusted. He's a beast. You get past it, and now he's the champ. Well, he's not the champ because he didn't make weight by half a pound. But we know who the champ is. So, if we were so like, just in terms of dealing with it, do you focus on the emotions, or do you understand what you're feeling? Like what? Like when you talk to Dante, and and he's a little too young, but like, how do you? How do you start moving past this the, to f- to forgive yourself? Is it shame? Is it guilt? I mean, what are you feeling? And, I mean, for me, it's always been embarrassment. Because I know you had that, you know, a couple of issues where you had to fight through it. And... Yeah. For me, it's always been uh, embarrassment. Okay. And it, it's the embarrassment of letting your teammates down, letting your team down, letting your coaches down. You know, like I wasted your time. I, all you guys right. gave me rounds and I wasted. I did not... And that was always the hard part for me. It wasn't that I lost. It's that I lost for you. Wow. And So you put it in terms of other people. Yeah, man. You know, Does that help people, you in a way? No, not at all. Because you, you still had to eat it on your own. I had to realize that at the end of the day, like those people don't give a shit. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that in the sense of, like that they don't care. I mean it that at the end of the day, whether you win or lose, that doesn't change the way they feel about you. Gotcha, I gotcha. You know, they still love you. They still care about you. And, you know, I've learned that they hurt just as bad seeing you lose yeah yeah. because they know how hard you worked for it right and i really didn't start noticing that until i became a coach and owned the school and i've seen my guys you know you know lose and i'm you know perfect example you know victor lost his match at eci i don't even think he did <laughs> he, that was a fantastic match yeah no. um but i remember seeing him in the back and he was very upset and i knew how he felt yeah, yeah, and you know, and I just, I, I just embraced him. I gave him a hug. I was like, "Look at me." I was like, "This changes nothing." Yeah, what changed? Some guy pulled his arm out faster than you did. Yeah, that's how he won. I was like, "Okay, we go on. We get better." Part of the cool thing though is I love what the jokes you were telling me with Gary though. I mean, oh yeah. Well, I, I gave Vic. A, I gave actually. I think I gave Vic about an hour. And then I made fun of him that night. Because nice. <laughs> I remember we had a lot of like, you know, Tom to Blast BJJ affiliates going. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. pretty awesome. And at the end, I was like, man, I was like, we, I was like, guys, like this team crushed it tonight. We went eight and one. And I was like, who <laughs> lost? And I was like, oh, yeah, you. He's like, sorry, guys. I was like, we would have been perfect if that's it wasn't what I'm for saying, though. you. It, once you're in, like you were saying, Gary took it really well. He goes, well, that sucked. You yeah, know? you have to. You know, <laughs> you have to, man. But, you know, it's, I think sometimes the easiest way is to just start making fun of it right away and realize like, listen, at the end of the day, like we still love you. We're going to make fun of you for it. I think yeah. making fun of someone for something is the easiest way to say like, we're Absolutely over Absolutely agree. We're over yeah. it. Yeah. Because when you don't talk about it, it's a thing. Yeah. But when you bring it up right away. It becomes away, the elephant in the room that nobody's yeah. mentioning it. 
and not like, hey man, you fought your heart out. It's like, man, you're acknowledging the mistake. Yeah, it's like you lost. Essentially, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're 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 basically saying, okay, I fucked it up. Yeah. Or I, in Vic's case, he didn't even fuck he didn't it up. Mess up. He had a fantastic match. Yeah. I tell everyone, I'm like, everyone's talking about Max. Max had a horrible match. Max did not do well. He was exciting. It looked great. It looked great on camera. Yeah. But it was awful. No top control. No pressure. Didn't lock yeah. positions. Too many scrambles. A lot of space. Left. The, gave the backup. Yeah. Didn't finish from the back. Didn't have proper braking mechanisms. All these mistakes. But he was exciting. All right. So let, let's discuss Max for a second then. Okay. So... To me, it's like you need. He's to got look. a match coming up to June fourth. Right, I saw for that. Men I saw of that. War Pro. Where's you will going? have tickets. It's at the uh, I Play America in Freehold. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so I yeah. can make that. We will have tickets in house. So buy your tickets it. here or buy I your tickets that. online. Support Max Greenberg. Okay. Uh, I, I think part of the the whole losing process though is thinking of the mistake as a learning experience, mm-hmm. and I know that's a cliche kind of thing, but. How long does it take to get to that point? Do you have to have that that two, three days of shitting on yourself before you say, wait a minute, let me get a little perspective here? I don't think you ever get past it, to be honest with you. Really? You learn how to get past it, but it's always something there. Yeah. I mean, there's still nights where I'll I'll look up, you know, I'll look at my MMA fight and I just watch it. I'm yeah. like, damn. Like, what was I doing? Like, I was thinking of like, the last team to have an undefeated season in the NFL was was who? Oh, yeah, the New England Patriots. Who'd they lose to? That's my point. And you know it ate at every member of that team to have that, that uh, one loss. But when did they get over that? You don't. Because there's a big difference between forgetting and forgiving. Yeah. You can forgive the fact that, man, like, I did my best. It didn't go out that way. I'm not mad at myself And for it was it. such a cheap loss, but too. But you will never. Such a lucky legit, loss. Yeah, I love it. The harder you train, the luckier you get. <laughs> um, but you never forget it. It's hard to forget it because you remember those feelings. You remember those emotions. And I'll yeah. say this. The emotions I get when I lose are much, much stronger than when I win. You know, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. Dude, perfect example, my fight to win match when I was done. We were in the car. And Steph was like, oh my God, what a great match. You won. I was like, yeah. She's like, why are you quiet? I was like, didn't get the submission. Yeah. And she was like, are you serious right now? I was like, yeah. I was like, that bugs me. Yeah. I was like, I made a lot of mistakes. She's like, but you won. I think a win moves your moves yourself forward in your mind. You're like, okay, I, I got this win. What's my next step? But the loss really kind of like sets you back in your mind. I have to make up for that loss. I have to avenge it, that kind of thing. It hurts. Yeah. It stings. Yeah. You know, but I I think you have to be empathetic. You got to allow yourself to have peace, though, in your mind, though. Of course. But that transitions even to like the mats. Like you got guys and, you know, gals who uh, will come in and they'll train and they get tired and winded during the warm up. Mm hmm. And, you know, you're like, I don't think this is for me. It's like, no, you see how exhausted you are? This is exactly why this is for you. Right, right. And you get people who are like, uh, like, you know, you don't, you're not in here when I sign these people up. But, like, I talk to them, like, you know, I just, I can't believe I let myself get this out of shape. Mm. And the first thing I tell people, I'm like, yeah, you know, this is why you did this. You know what I say? I'm like, we're done with that. I'm like, yeah, you let yourself get out of shape. Because what, you're here, to you're here today. Now. Yeah, exactly. It's time to improve. I was like, that. so forget that. You're making the right choice. Yeah. You're here today trying to get better. Right, right, right. I get that. 
So here's our monthly dues, and you know, <laughs> but it's like it's like listen, like stop being mad at yourself for letting yourself get out of shape. Yeah. Now it's what are you going to do today? You just l- lucked into the greatest path in the world. Now, stay on it. Now, perfect example. Today we were going over bottom side control, right? And I kept saying, you know, when people get in bottom side control, or you see it like bottom mount, they give up these bad positions. The most common thing you see is everyone's like, okay, let me stop, catch my breath, compose myself. And figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. No. When you give up a bad position, that is not the time to get frustrated and pissed. That is not the time to get angry at yourself. Mm-hmm. That is not the time to take a break and compose. You need to make decisions right now. Yeah. You need to understand that the fight has begun. You need to attack. You need to be aggressive. You need to move. And you have to be perfect. Mm. Because you are one mistake away from getting into a worse position. Yeah. Well, when you realize that there are things missing in your life... Your life is, you know, the stress levels are much higher. Your weight has gone up. Your cholesterol has gone up. Okay. Once you accept that you're in bottom side control at that point, it's not like, okay, I just got to figure this out, let things settle and die down, and then I, and then I'm going to visit that jujitsu school. Or then I'm going to go back. Mm. No. Right. Come back now. Get yeah. to the school right now, right away. Because every moment that passes that you're in that position and you stay stagnant, life will advance life will move forward and your position will get worse you will go from being 20 pounds overweight to 30 pounds overweight to 50 pounds overweight Mm -hmm. absolutely and all you're going to do along the way is get more frustrated with yourself more frustrated with yourself and then you see the instagram posts you see the facebook posts you're still in the group Mm -hmm. chats and you're it's eating at you Mm -hmm. and it's like what you need to do is move get past the struggle and, and yeah. embrace it and get on it. What happened, happened. Forgive yourself for right. it. Forgive yourself for what... Because it, it ruins relationships. It ruins your whole outlook on life. It, it ruins the, you're so, your, your demeanor well, if you and, don't forgive yourself for this. And, and it eats at you. It eats you. And I've seen people all the time where they're like, man, I wish I didn't stop training. I was a four-stripe blue belt when you got your blue belt. And now you're a black belt with your own school. I wish I kept training. It's like, well, start. Go back. Yeah. Go back around. Oh, I can't work in life. And I'm like, okay, work in life is great. It's going to kill you. Right. You know, Tom says, Tom says, Tom says, he goes, I've never seen someone who quit jujitsu and looks better six months later. That's a good point. Doesn't happen. Yeah. And we're not just talking about gaining weight. We're not fashioning people. You can see it in the eyes. Yeah. There's an emptiness there. Yep. You know, you, Absolutely can, you can see it and then they can they see gave up their, they gave up their goal. They gave up their, you know, well, they can see and they still eat themselves up over it. Yeah. They can see that they're missing out too. Yeah. You know, we have a good friend who was at your anniversary and, you know, so happy to see him, but you can kind of see, he was looking at the way we wore and it's like, dude, like some of these people don't know who you are. Yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. I love that guy, by the way. I, I love you, him. I love him to about. death. Yeah. Love him to death. Yeah. But it's like, you're and so. And he listens to the pod. I know he does. So I just want you to know, buddy. I love you. Love you, okay. And you know it's and and it's not just him. It's everyone gives the same. It's like oh, life, life. It's like man, like I get it. But if you're sacrificing this much to pursue one aspect of your life, how much is it worth to you? Yeah, I hear you. You got to really evaluate that. Are you happier? If you can tell me, like, hey, I stopped training jiu-jitsu, I'm loving life. I'm happy. Great. Good for you. Well, that gets into rationalizing, you know. And there are some guys that can rationalize with the best of them. You know, I, I gave this up or I lost this fight or whatever kind of thing. You know, I'm not going to forgive. I'm not going to forget the moment. I'm sorry, but I will forgive by rationalizing it and say, well, 
it's better on this side anyway. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm gonna quote the great Tony Montana. The eyes, Tony chico, Montana. The eyes, chico. Yeah. They never lie. You can tell me you're happy all you want. Yeah, I'll see it. That's a great. Love that I'll movie. see it. Yeah, love that. You movie. can tell right away. So let me ask you this: I know you're a fan of therapy. Does it work? Can you heal? You know? Can you seek help for not forgiving yourself? Like, like, uh, all right. I we've been talking a lot about BJ, BJJ, but there are some things that people do in life that they really fucking regret. Like, I got two things in my mind right now that like my dad that, abandoning his two children. No, that's on him. <laughs> all right, so let's. No, that's that's what on he's him. gonna have to live with. All right, so hang on. Does therapy help someone like that? I would hope so. Yeah. I will say this. Like, I, I, I like shit on my father, my biological father, all the time on this show. But at the end of the day, I tell people, like, there's really no reason for him to be upset with himself. He made his decision. You know, uh, he won't be a part of my life or his grandchildren's right. life. But you made a separate life for yourself. Yeah. Forgive yourself for what you did and move on focus on the things that you do have focus yeah. on things that make you happy like i don't hate my father i don't i just don't love him it's complete apathy yeah um you know i'm sure one day he'll die and someone will tell me he's dead and i'll be like yeah he missed that sucks yeah uh what's for breakfast you know we keep it moving mm-hmm. uh this, but okay. he's got to forgive himself for that that's the that's what it, I'm it's it's too late in the game for you to still be dwelling about the fact like i should have been better than my kids like, there are times like i like i did something when i was a kid where i hurt uh, a younger kid. We were, we were just playing around. I think I was like 14 years old or something like that. And we were imitating WWF. Guys. Oh, you're going to hurt someone doing that. And I drop kicked this kid right in his, you know, right in his back. <laughs> he wasn't looking. And I dropped to this day. When you see him in the wheelchair, you feel bad. <laughs> no, you thank God. No, <laughs> this kid actually became a millionaire. Um, <coughs> so maybe I kicked some sense into him. Maybe. Um, but to this day, I still cringe thinking about why did I do that? You know? I mean, I think about things like that all the time. I never physically harmed anyone. That's kind of what I was getting at when I asked if you ever hurt anybody. But No, I really think about it. I'm like, I'm sure there's someone who's like, you definitely have hurt people. I'm like, I don't <laughs> I don't feel like I have. If I have, please let me know. And I'm, I'm sorry. I, I probably didn't mean to. Um, I don't know, man. I can't really think that I've ever hurt anyone. Yeah. At least I try not to. I try to be a good person. I totally agree, but that's what I'm saying. You have to kind of come to peace in your mind, and sometimes you can't do that. That's why you seek help. Well, I mean, you know, I had you got to redirect your bad energy. Yeah, you know. Well, I think therapy is huge. Yeah, I, I think sometimes you need to talk things out. And the one thing that I I always liked about therapy or counseling or whatever you do, um. It's an unbiased ear. Yeah, that's a good way it's of putting it. It's someone who's not judging. That's a good way of putting you it. You know, they don't know your mother. They don't know your father. They don't know your husband, your wife. They don't know those people. Right, right, right. They're just hearing your story and the way you're presenting it. And, and then, they'll say like, did you ever think of it this way? Yeah. Or how do you feel? And you're like, I don't know. Like, I remember one time with my therapist, I was like, yeah. And they're like, she said, um, well, did you ever tell that to your mother? And I was like, No. And she's like, well, why not? I was like, uh, because she would lose her shit if I told her that. <laughs> she was like, right, but by not sharing it, she's not going to change her ways and you'll have to continue to carry it. She's like, so what would be better, a lifetime of you holding on to that or putting it out there and then it's out You're there. You're taking a chance by doing that. Yeah. Oh, it was a chance. Yeah. And I did it. 
Wow. I did it, and it was not uh, comfortable. Yeah. And there were a lot of, you know, they tell you, you know, key phrases to use. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I am a son talking to his mother. You are my mother. Wow. Like, putting it there, like, you're my mom. I'm your son. I'm still your child. Right, like, right I'm right, trying right. to talk to my mom right now. You know, it wasn't a comfortable conversation. gutsy. Oh, it was gutsy. You know what's funny? Like, when it happened, I had, like, just gotten home from work, and I was like, okay. I'm going to do this Well, now. did I come home from work? No, we were home during COVID. I came home from somewhere. And... um I was like, we're doing this. Here we go. And I was just like, Mary Lou. And I will say this. I also had to make myself open to some of the things that she was going to say. Okay. uh, And not be defensive. It was like, okay, like these are my concerns. She would present her things. And she made a couple of things where I'm like, you know what? I need to stop dismissing some of the things that she said. Like I joke about, um, you know, my mom doesn't consider texting a conversation. Okay. And she's like, you didn't, I haven't heard from you in a week. I'm like, I just texted you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and here, yeah. she's like, that's not a conversation. So instead of being dismissive and being like, mom, that is a conversation. Yeah. Get with it. I'm like, you know what? That's not enough for her. So instead of dismissing it, let me ask her what she wants. And I asked her, I was, I was like, so what would you like? And she was like, I would just like for you to call me once a week. Right. Just right. let me hear your voice and know that you're okay. And that you care about me. And I was like, you know what? You got to do that. Wow. I can do that. So, you know, now like she likes it because like, I'll shout it on her podcast. On the podcast. <laughs> and she's like, that's right. Call your mother. And I'm like, oh, Mary Lou. But and I feel like the podcast has really helped her relationship, too, because she realized how much I actually think of her. Yeah. And I think oh, for there's her, a lot of love there. Absolutely. Well, I, I, could, I adore yeah. my mother, um, you know, and I'm going to touch on something very quickly. But I think for her being, you know, a 17 year old mom and, you know, without a doubt, she made mistakes. Such admiration. hundred percent. She made mistakes. Like looking back as an adult, I'm like, yo, you made some big mistakes, but she did the best that she could. Yeah. And for that situation, she did better than most. Hell yeah. You know, I I was number uh, one right off the bat. She didn't abort you. For God's sake. That's a big one. Huge. That's a big one because that's a very big option at that age. <laughs> very big option. And I'm sure it was suggested. Yep. Somebody threw it out there. I'm sure. So, you know, she kept me. Um, and I'm here. Thank God. Thank Otherwise, God. there'd be no Montgomery BJJ. This Who'd so you be true. talking to right now? Let me think about that. No. <laughs> no one. So, so. Uh, I'd be doing yoga, I think. <laughs> Would you be a yogi? I could see you showing up in like do, little short do, shorts. I could do a little yoga. Like just, you know, that Hebrew I, hammer just right. <laughs> sliding out every now it, and yeah. then. Wearing gray ones so everyone can see. <laughs> Not contenders. <laughs> Not the contenders. Down goes Frasia. Um, but no, but, you know, so uh, where are we going then? My mom making mistakes. She was a teenage mom. But well, what I'm getting at oh, is this. Real okay. quick. So this is where yeah. I was going at. So I was talking to my mother-in-law the other day. And so my wife and I are in the process of looking for a new house. Okay. And... You know, my mother-in-law was like, you know, this is a really nice house. It's a good forever home. And I was like, yeah, it's a good forever home until it's not. And she was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, Pat, like I just, I have aspirations. I, that's what I told her. I was like, I was like, I, I don't see why we can't just keep going. I was like, we started with this, we upgrade yeah. to this and why, why can't I go more? Why, you know, I was like 10, 10 years from now, I'll only be 40, 45, 46. Right. right. I was like, it's still pretty young. I was like, 10 years is a, is a 45, 46 is when people really start hitting their stride. Sure. I was like, I'm busting my ass right now to set up my future. So why can't I have a million dollar house in yeah. 10 years? 
Tony like, Montana esque yeah, compound. I was, like, I was like, why not? I was like, I've got a podcast going. I've got a school going. Who? Sky's the limit. Yeah. And she was like, you really believe those things? I was like, Pat, I do. I don't say them to say them. I believe it. And it becomes mm-hmm. an aspiration. Yep. And every time I accomplish one goal, I'm like, I should go for the next one. And she's like, you know, I've always admired how much you dream. And I was like, Pat, I had to be a dreamer because I grew up with a single mom who had me at 17 years old. And if I would have played life, if I would have played the, the victim hand, game, the way the yeah. cards were dealt, I was like, I'd be too many people play that still living in the hood yeah. or in jail or a criminal. Yeah. I was like, but my mother taught me that in this life you can have whatever you want, but you got to have a dream and then have a plan. Execute that plan. And then the work ethic to yeah. go after it. You bet. I was like, and that's how we were raised. I was like, and I, my mom convinced me that I could accomplish anything if I, I get emotional thinking about it. I hear you, man. Um, she always just believed in my goals, no matter yeah. what, how crazy they were. And, you know, she looked at me and she was just like, and God bless her for that. I was like, yeah. I was like, but I look crazy to everyone else. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. It's only crazy till you do it. So let me ask you this. You, uh, what do you think of people that don't have the guts to confront these things? You know, I or understand they just it. push it under the rug or they don't have the guts to apologize for something they did. You know, I get it. Yeah. it it's scary to face that monster. It really is. You know, and the unfortunate thing is you're going to come to a point. Here's the thing. I got to, you know, newsflash for everyone. We're going to die. Every single one of us. Yeah. We're going to have, we have an expiration date and you're going to be in that bed and you're going to take your last breath and you're going to have regrets and you're going to Absolutely. have things. Reason. You better forgive yourself at that moment. You have to. Absolutely. For me, I don't want to die like, I wish I did that. No, I'm, I want to look around and be like, you know, I did a pretty good job. I did all right. Did the best I could. Everyone looks happy. Everyone looks healthy. See you later. Yeah. I told you the other day, like, I want to, you asked me the other night if I'm ever going to be happy or content with the things that I've done in my life. And I said, I never will. Yeah. I'll never stop aspiring until I'm in, until I'm in that bed, taking my last breath. And I look around and I see my wife, cause Seth's going to outlive me because my kids <laughs> can't be stuck with just me. Um, you know, and I see my wife and I see my kids and I see my grandkids and I hear the things that they're complaining about and I hear that their worries and I hear my grandson, you know, you know, bitching about law school and stuff like that. And that's mm-hmm. when I'll be happy. And I'll be like, you know what? I didn't do the work for you guys, but I gave you the key. Certainly. And I, I did what I could do. You, what a role model. I mean, if nothing less, you know. And it came from Mary Lou. My mom used to work. Dude, my mom busted her ass, man. I don't, like, I people know. are like, how do you do what you do? I'm like, this is what I know. Yeah. This is what I know. My mom worked by herself to pay for private school and Jordans and speech therapists and mm. tutors and whatever we needed so that we could get the education and learn how to speak and be articulate and not be looked at yeah. like the kids from the single mom in the hood. And I wish I wish my mom would forgive herself sometimes for some of the things that she did. You know, some of her mistakes. And it's yeah. like, man, like you were like the hand you were dealt, you know, was a, wasn't the easiest one. Yeah. Really is. And you played it pretty well. So what about the idea of like, because this is the second part of forgiving, when someone else hurts you, okay, you know, you got obviously, you're feeling mad, you're feeling hurt, whatever it happens to be, do you suppress it, do you just take it, you know, they say you don't be a punk, that kind of thing, or do you have the guts to confront that person, because a lot of kids don't have that guts. You have to confront the person. Yeah. You ha- and I teach this to my kids, I'm like, if someone does something you don't like, you tell them you don't like yeah. it. Yeah. 
even if it's someone that's like your friend and you're like, because here's the thing, when you start letting someone hurt you, it never starts off big. It starts off little and then they get away with it and then they get away with it and then they get away with it. It just snowballs. And then it snowballs, but then you run into the other side. You let someone hurt you and then, you know, take someone who's been in a bad relationship and they're like, I can't believe I let that person hurt me for so long. You have to forgive yourself for that. You got to get past that. Yeah. Like, that happened. It's over. I was thinking about it in terms of BJJ as well, since it is a meritocracy, it's like if it teaches you to confront, it teaches you to have that, that confidence in yourself. That's what, that's one of the things I love about martial arts in general, but specifically BJJ, you, you have a, a very, very like, uh, almost like a suit of armor in a sense. You can confront things. Well, it's funny you bring that up because you walk through life like you got, you know. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because you brought up getting hurt when someone hurts you. How do you deal with it? In jujitsu, people hurt you. It happens. Yeah. You know, perfect example. uh, You know, I got injured training with Matt Broad, and I always joke around with him. I'm like, I'm like, you, you've ruined my career. (laughs) Boy, I could have been champion. (laughs) But the reality is, I was already injured, and my leg was going to go anyway. And he just happened to be the round I had, but. I've had rounds where you'll notice this here. We're like, you'll get hurt. And right away, the person's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And you're like, God, it's all right, man. It's all right, man. Yeah. I should, I should have tapped. Right away, you're like, nope, it was, it's my fault. Yeah. You don't see that anywhere else. Bump into someone right now at the street. They'll be like, hey, you don't see me standing here. They'll ignore the fact that it's crowded and there's nowhere for you to go. Right. But in jujitsu, you can rip a kimura on someone. And most of them are like, I should have tapped. I rolled the wrong way. Yeah, it's okay. My it's, bad. And you're like, no, I should have yeah. let it go. I should it's a very this apologetic thing. You feel that most people are actually upset with themselves. I find that, yeah, even even something as stupid as like when you're in the car and somebody cuts you off, I find myself a lot more at peace yeah, because like, of this. Fuck it. Just give them that wave like, yeah. That's what I do. Or if you're really upset, this is what I do. <laughs> you give them a thumbs down. Wow. Yes. You don't go with the bird. You just go with the uh, the middle finger. You go. No, and I'm going to share this story with you. And Love I, I it. I think there's a psychological thing behind it. I'm in my, I get a, text message is this a tapping in exclusive it's a tapping in exclusive you, know, <laughs> you are listening to the sounds of tapping in so i get a text message from my boss kevin good old k fox um and it's a meme and the meme is the other day i accidentally cut someone off in traffic they sped up next to me and gave me a thumbs down or they're, they're like, they sped up next to me and I was fully expecting them to give me the middle finger, but right. they gave me a thumbs down. And somehow that hurt more. Yeah. Re- he sent me that. He sent me that meme. Okay. And he goes, this reminds me of someone. Backtrack. Four years ago, we're driving around, visiting yards, checking up on students, doing union meetings, stuff like that. I'm with Kevin. Kevin's in my car. I tell Kevin right away. I'm like, listen, just so you understand, I drive fast. He's like, Okay. He realized very quickly okay. I was not I was not joking. <laughs> like I'm going 95 to 100 okay. and a 45. That's what I do. Um, that's why you know I take care of my cops when they train here. Like, <laughs> 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 Professor Miguel likes to go. I'll take the truck up to like 95 100. I'm flying. Like, I can't go slow. What is this? I don't live life like. <laughs> I heard you bumping it like just coming out of the parking lot uh, one night. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mess. I, I I don't know how to go slow, and I've I've like I've ruined my children. Because they say, they're like, Mama drives so slow. I'm like, yeah, she does. That's she does. Like, I drive fast like da-da. I'm like, That's yeah, you will. Funny, so a lady cuts me off. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it. And Kevin's like, all right. So I'm like, I'm honking the horn. He goes, oh my God. He goes, are you going to flip with the bird? I was like, no. I was like, I'm not five. So I'm going to do something worse. So he's nervous. Right, right. So I see her look back and I honk the horn and I, I like point to her and I do like the driving signal. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. like um, hands on the steering wheel. Yep, yep, yep. And then I give her a thumbs down. <laughs> she gets livid. So I can see her flipping me off from in front of me right. through her rear view mirror. Her rear mirror. I, I can it. see her and she's and I can see her mouth through the rear view mirror that she's like, you know, F, F you, F, right, F yeah, you. Yeah. And he goes, oh my God, she's furious. I'm like, everyone will take the middle finger and just combat it. But when you give someone a thumbs down, yeah. that is disapproval. That's yeah. you saying, you're not good. That's... I was like, and that hurts people. <laughs> you know what that is? You know, they always say like, it, you know, when dads say, I'm disappointed in you. That's what it was. Like Jason always says to me, he goes, I, I cannot stand the idea of you ever saying yeah. to me, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. So <laughs> he remembers that. I was like, watch this, Kevin. I was like, when someone lets me in the lane, because you know, you're always going to switch. Someone has to let you in. Mm-hmm. I was like, some, I'm going to give someone a thumbs up. Watch how excited they get. Absolutely. So later on in the day, we're driving. And I had to put on my signal and some guy slowed down, hit me with the high beams. So I'm like, all right. So I lower my window yep. and I go, I like, I like point backwards towards him. Yeah. And I hit him with a thumbs up and Kevin's looking through the mirror. He goes, he's smiling. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then the guy honks and gives me a thumbs up. Yep. He was so happy. I'm like, dude, like thumbs up, thumbs down. People just like, you know, praise and people it's don't true. like to be told they're not good. It's like, such a it's subtle really way of like. You know, tweaking your personality. Yeah. They get to work all pissed. Yeah. Like, what happens? Like, you know, this guy in the road, such an asshole, honks the horn at me and then gives me a thumbs down. Could you imagine <laughs> being a co-worker yeah. hearing that story? And you're like, a thumbs down? You know, they're thinking, like, couldn't happen to a bigger jerk off. Yeah, they're know? like, <sighs> well, the, the it question, would happen to you, Margaret. Right, exactly. So the question is, is, when you do get that kind of angry, does it become destructive or constructive? You know, well, I think it's like anything else. If you don't learn, if you don't learn how to channel it, it will be destructive. I saw a beautiful thing the other day. It was a college professor and he was asking his students, how much does this glass of water weigh? Sounded like Seinfeld. How much? I know I heard it. I got like a little (laughs) bubble stuck in my throat. How much is this glass of water? And you know, one student's like eight ounces. He points another like 16 ounces. Points to another one. They're like twenty-four ounces. He goes, "The weight of the water means nothing. It's insignificant." Mm-hmm. He goes, "What matters is how long I hold on to the weight." Mm. He's like, "If I hold this glass of water for two minutes, it will have very little effect on me. Yep. If I hold it for an hour, my arm will get sore. If I hold it all day, my arm will go numb, and I won't be able to use it. It will become useless to me." He goes, "That's life." That's trauma. That's our experiences. If you hold on to it for a little bit, it's not going to do much. But if you hold on to it for too long. The longer you hold on to it, it will cripple the heavier you. it becomes. It will cripple you. Yeah. And you see that with people. You know, we have a family friend. You know, she's a, you know, I guess you can call her a family friend. Uh, you know, she's been around forever. And she's got some trauma with, you know, her parents. She still blames things on her dad. I'm like, every time I hear her talk, I'm like, Sweetie, you're in your 40s. Yeah, let it go. You're really letting that prevent you from growing and becoming what you can be. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I complain about my dad all the time because I think it's hilarious. And I think, like, I have the right to talk shit about him. But 
I'm not like sitting in a therapist office like, eh, the reason I live in my mom's basement is because my dad wasn't there. No, like I live my life. It happened. We got to move on. Yeah. You know so many of those people, you know, that just want to take the victim route. That They're kind out of there, thing. Because it, it's, it's. I mean, when it comes to a friend. It's easier. Yeah, that it is. I don't want to say. I was just about to say, when it comes easier. to a friend, you can almost kind of like say, okay. You, in other words, you have, you evaluate whether it's worth it or not to address it with them, to forgive them, or to just say fucking let it go kind of thing. But you really have to make that evaluation in your mind. It's easier to let someone take topside control okay, and just let your arm fall out and get caught in a camorra and say, Whoa, they were so strong and heavy. Mm-hmm. That's easy. It's easy to just let the weight cripple you. It's easier to let the weight destroy you. It's easier to let the weight just take you over because at the end of the day, no one will blame you for it. Well, hang on. Let me, let, let's go, with, let's take this to the next step then. Oh yeah. Next step. You get, maybe. you get nailed with a Kimura, let's say in class, mm-hmm. you get in your car and you start rationalizing in your mind saying, wow, I, I really could have fought it. I could have made an attempt at an escape, but nah, you know what? I, I, what I'm trying to get at is that you have to use these experiences to grow in your art. Like go to YouTube at that point and say, how do I escape a Kimura? Where you get the people that are like, I'm not getting better at this. A- it's exactly. Like, Why? You got submitted. You're going Thank to get you. submitted. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, like, but, but everyone's submitting me. It's like, yeah. You know, what Sammy, are you gonna Haig, do about it? Sammy Haig submitted me. He's only 12. Okay. <laughs> He's also been training since he was six. Right. You started training two months ago. Like, don't, like, like, there, like, there's a skill. There's Sammy's technique. hair got in my face, and I got distracted. <laughs> Man, he's getting. He's got a. <laughs> he's getting good. Oh, is he? I haven't. He's uh, he's getting good. His body's catching up, and I don't mean the technique wise, but I've I've caught him with like uh, the, his groups, and you know. Oh, I he's the best of the bunch. Easy. <laughs> it's not even. Listen, his technique is definitely group. for there. Yeah. Hearing him break down techniques, is fantastic, fantastic. He's getting it. I told his dad, I was like, dude, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. It's clicking with him. Yeah. He's like, I see it, dude. I'll still make fun of him. 100%. I just love making fun he of Sammy Haig. It. He deserves it. He deserves it. it. He's got to suffer a little bit. <laughs> you know, but that's just, you know. It's I'll, I'll, I'll throw Sammy some uh, some uh, sunshine here, too. He's one of those rare, what is he, 12, 13, 14, whatever he is? I don't 12. Know, 12. Going to be 13. Is he that young? God damn yeah. it, Sammy. He's going um, to be a high school freshman next year. He's really poised. Like he'll come up to yeah. me. I don't like that he calls me by my first name, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> I still can't get over that shit. You want, what do you want him to call you, Mister Abramson? I don't know. I I, he, I know he should call me Roy, but it's like I just a little bit of me dies inside when a kid Mr. calls Roy? me Mister Roy. Something just just give me something. I don't even know what it is. That's the problem. PBR. Maybe yeah. Give me a nickname. So PBR. Purple belt Roy. Big jerky schmuck that's me the hebrew hammer the hebrew hammer right but no no, no. just he has such poise and he'll, he'll you know what i'm saying he has a vi- like i said what are you doing these days like you know he goes oh well school's doing this this and this most kids would be like mm, mm, mm. he really has a poise to him sammy. so it's so funny you say that because I was, I was just as you were talking about him when sammy was first here I would, he would like ask me questions and i would like answer them to him uh-huh. and he'd have like that face and he'd be like uh-huh. Right. That's what uh-huh. I'm talking about. And in my head, I'm like, this kid's not listening. Right. But now I'm like, oh no, you really are listening. Like that's <laughs> right. just like you're like, uh-huh. 
Like you just like almost like you shut down your whole brain to just absorb yeah. everything's being said. I'm like, oh, this is just his face. Like, that's uh-huh. exactly it. Uh-huh. And then the next day he does it. I'm like, wow, like you're. Yeah. Even his questions, I was like, holy shit, Sammy, that was a He's good a question. Really, really astute kid. Great kid. He's great got great poised. parents. Great parents. He really did. His dad's a wild man, but his mom's a sweetheart. But his yeah. dad's a wild man. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds I love. Good, I love Joe. <laughs> so when some shitty happens to you, okay. Uh-huh. Like what's what's the uh, the flow chart? You evaluate the offense, and you either take offense at it or you rationalize it. So when something shitty happens to me right away, is I try to think to myself like, how could this have been prevented? That's what I'm saying. So you begin the rationalization process. Maybe they're having a bad day. Whatever the fuck. Oh no, no no no! I start asking like, how? What could I have done? Like to the prevent temperature that doesn't situation? rise in your head. <laughs> the I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I have kids now. Less testosterone. Not for me. <laughs> Definitely for me. Um, <laughs> I, got, got, I got a doctor for you. I'm becoming um, very feminine. <laughs> I'm, I, it takes a lot for me to get set off at this point. That's good. A lot. I just, I've realized that getting angry, getting, it takes away so much energy. Yeah. And the reactions that come from it just don't help the situation. They make it worse. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, all right, that was shitty. Where could I have done something differently to mm. prevent that? You know, gone left when I should have gone right, gone right when I should have gone left, or not gone at all. But there's yeah. something, there's a decision I could have made. You know, what were the signs that I missed? And, and as a business owner, I see them all the time. There's things where I'm like, oh, I should have never done that. Right. Or I should have learned from this. And, you know, that's kind of what I, when I first asked, you know, is there anything professionally that you regret? And I, inevitably, you're going to come across these situations. I got several. Yeah. I got so many, <laughs> but you know what? I, I forget. You can't them. beat yourself up. I forget. It. It's funny. Steph brought something up the other day, and I was like, I don't like talking about that. And she's like, Why? I'm like, Because it's something that <laughs> if home. I think about it, it's going to drive me crazy. It hits home. Well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like when I first opened up, um, I gave discounts. Mm-hmm. You know, huge yeah. discounts. I was one of those. And mm-hmm. Tom was like, Don't give them. Yeah. He's like, They'll pay. And I was like, Ah. But, you know, I didn't know if I was worth it. I was opening up this new school. Mm. I felt weird charging people money. Yeah. I was like, uh, just give me 20 bucks. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know what to do. And, like, I look and I'm like, that was a thousand years ago in your mind. Such a big mistake. Yeah. Such a big mistake. And I forgive myself for it, but we got to move on. We got to move on. Yeah. But, like, when Steph, like, tried to bring it up, I was like, ah, da, 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 I, no, no, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> She's like, you cost yourself, like, thousands of I was like, da, 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 leave it alone. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. But like I told Steph, I'm like, yeah, but you know what, though? Here's the thing, though. Flip side of that. I was able to get a lot of students in the school right away. Build yeah. some incredible relationships that, right this away. This is your rationalization and on the whole those, thing. And those were the students that kept us alive during the shit-demic. Yeah. Because okay, really, so you rationalized it. Oh, of course. Okay. I had to forgive myself for that poor business choice. <laughs> I told Steph, I was, I was like, I'm not a businessman. I'm figuring it out. It's like, I play the stock market a lot. And it's like when I miss the the downturn, like I'm right now, massive downturn. I, You know, you can literally kick yourself because you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. And I, I just rationalize it by just saying, oh, sooner or later, the market's going to turn and, you know, this and that. And, but you have to do what you have to do to that's get it past is. it and get to the next day. That's what it you is. You can't let it dwell. And it's with jujitsu too, man. Like you have some bad nights. You got to realize like, listen, you're not going to have bad nights forever. Yeah. Just, you know, drive with the music off. That's what I do. That's how I know I had a bad night. <laughs> I'll drive around till I turn the music on subconsciously. And I don't even realize I do it. 
I, I just turned it. it back on. I'm like, oh, I'm, I guess I'm past it. Okay. Forgive yourself and get back. Do it again tomorrow. Okay. So that's how we wrap the wrap this up. Forgive yourself. Get on with it. Get on with it. You know what the right path is. Don't be a victim. Get in the car. You know. The worst thing you can right do is road. not forgive yourself and then yeah. per- let that let that almost become like a a weight that that's keeps you away is. from moving forward. So many people have that too. It's like you let one bad night, one bad month on the mats, one bad tournament yep. stop you from doing this. It's like you lost everything that could have come yeah. with it. You know, you yeah. let one, you have one bad girlfriend. You're like, I'm never going to have a serious girlfriend. You let one bad experience yeah. ruin it for you. You know, I had a shit dad. Imagine if I held on to that and became a shit father myself. Yeah. It's like, no, man, like take what you got from that. And I, I use that to make me a better father. Right. I'm like, where were there holes in my life where I wish I had? And that's what I do, man. There are a lot of people that don't, man. Like, like tonight I'm going to get home late. Guess what I have to do? I have to go into my daughter's room and give her a kiss while she's sleeping mm-hmm. because that's what she asked for. This morning she came in the bedroom and I'm like, hey, you. I'm like, where's my kiss? And she looks at me with a serious face, her mother's face. She's like, did you come to my room and give me a kiss last Aww. night? And I was like, I thought about saying yes, but I, I don't want to lie to her. Yeah, I was you like, never lie. I was like, no, mama, I didn't give you a kiss last night. And then she goes, then I don't give you a kiss right now. And then she turned around and gave me her back. Wow. Dude, she is, she's a woman, so she's smart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we learned that stuff way Then early. there's <laughs> Betty. I'm like, let me get a hug. He goes, oh, you're the best dad I ever. <laughs> Can I look at your phone? I'm like, Jesus Christ. He goes, I want to look at Sonic cakes. He starts looking for his birthday cake in like December. Ah, that's sweet. He's like, can I look at birthday cakes? Got to start planning for the bash in July. Good kid. Great kid. Good kid. (laughs) Funny story about the beans. And then we're going to get to the question of the night. This is my son. I love him to death. Uh, By the way, his, his football coach, Craig, his kids train here. His flag football. Flag football. Yep. Fantastic coach. Great dude. Fantastic coach. I met coach. him at the, uh, not the Monte Carlo night, the chili cook-off. Fantastic person. Good dude, yeah. And the way he gets the kids involved, and like Benny's like attention is like all over the place. He's, he's like one of those kids like <laughs> like the wind blows and he's like, huh? Like, but he's got him involved. He's got him doing stuff. He's actually right. playing and Benny's really enjoying it. And not to mention the Browns are 3-0, so we're happy wow. about that. Let's keep going. That was on the news the other night. We're the best team in the league. We're ESPN the the was league. talking about them. Yeah, we played the 49ers this past weekend. They tried to do some, you know, they tried to do some debauchery. They tried to, you know, mix match. Like They were like, oh, we thought the score was 13 at 12 at half. Stop it. You're lying. 12-12 at the half. We all saw like it. a nickel defense. And all right, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. If you're the head coach and you can't keep track of score, that's on you, my man. You imagine me telling one of the guys, like, sorry, Max, I thought you were up by one he'd be at another school like that's your job but regardless we got the wins you know kindergarten through second grade very intense football this is serious but he's getting very serious with the flag football and i love watching him uh so two things he said we were like benny what's your favorite part about playing flag football and he goes when my family comes to watch i'm like you're a sweet kid then that same night he comes up to me gives me a big hug and he goes dad i have a secret i'm like all right buddy what's your secret Steph's gonna kill me. And he goes, I fart a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He had to get it off his chest, like, dude, I'm ripping ass all day. I don't know if it's normal, but I'm farting all day. Wow. As you're getting ready to tell me that, I'm like, what could it possibly be? Like, you know, I love my daddy more than my mommy or whatever. He goes, I fart a lot. 
that. <laughs> and I was like, that's okay, bud. When I see him, I'm going like, to think about that. <laughs> I'm like, that's okay, bud. Just remember, make sure you go to the bathroom and don't be rude. He yeah. goes, okay. <laughs> I'm like, geez. I should have been like, me too. <laughs> it's genetics. <laughs> I'm like, listen, farting's okay. Just don't shit yourself, kid. You'll be all right. Man, I love to fart. Absolutely. Kid drives me crazy. It's <laughs> awesome. Kid drives me do, crazy. I gotta ask: Do you fart in front of Steph? Uh yes. We've been married for eight years. Absolutely, do. I do. I I don't do it in front of Lane. I do. I don't fart in front of her. Yeah, especially like if she's like. So I'll go like, to another room and just uh, you know let it out. No, nah, I let him go. Especially like if it's like eleven thirty at night and I'm trying right. to go to sleep and she just keeps yapping, yapping, yapping. Right, right. I just make it very uncomfortable. And she goes, "Oh my god, <laughs> you are disgusting." I was like, "Good night." Good night. Women love it. Yeah. But mine, they're very, they're just like, nothing crazy. Yeah. The farts. Everyone farts. All right. Here's the question, big guy. Um, Three foods, burger, pizza, sub sandwich. How do you like your burger? I'm not talking cooked. What do you want on your burger? Oh, man. Dude, this is so hard. You go into five guys. How are you ordering your burger? This is hard for me right now because I'm going to get very fat boy answers. <laughs> Good. Because okay. I've been working with Tim from Every Calorie Counts. Check him out at Every Calorie Counts. Okay. Uh, he is my nutritionist and you know he's great. We got a whole plan right. doing Say it. Say pre-Tim. Well, that's <laughs> the problem. Because of Tim, I'm okay. going to give you this like ridiculous fat boy answer because it's like, I want a burger. I want to eat something shitty. Thank I want to be a so fat So what do you kid. walk into five guys? Here's what I'm do doing. you have your burger? Boom. Number one. Burger needs mayo and ketchup. No, no, no. Gotta have the mayo. I'm with you. Boom. Mayo, ketchup. So no mustard on there. I'll throw some mustard on there. Mustard, okay. Mustard, lettuce, tomato. Okay. I do not like raw onion, but I will take a sautéed or a fried onion. There you go. Frizzled onions onions if you have it, because I like that little crunch. Check it. All right. We're doing cheese. We're doing cheddar cheese. Lettuce, tomato, cheddar cheese, ketchup mayo we're throwing bacon on that Uh, absolutely bacon we're doing two patties Mm -hmm. we are toasting the brioche bun because i like that soft buttery bun and then i'm gonna have barbecue sauce on the side so i can dip it into the barbecue 100 we're dipping it we're dipping it (laughs) and it's coming with french fries but not just any french fries they're loaded and i don't mean loaded with just (laughs) bacon and cheese no i want bacon i want cheese i want that What's the shit that they put on the the French fries at Chicky and Pete's? Oh, oh, that that seasoning. Obey seasoning. We're okay. doing Obey seasoning. I want it. Let's do it. Put a vanilla milkshake next to that theme to that thing. Yes, Bango. I want the whipped cream. Bango. Yes, I want right, the whipped about, cream. I'm gonna throw it. Oh my god! What about like an avocado? You throw it on there. You know I what? dig avocado. Let's get squirrely. I throw an avocado on there. Get with some good fats. Make with, it healthy. You go with mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, sautéed mushrooms all day. Sautéed mushrooms. Or you get rid of the lettuce tomato, and what you do Just is you go, go sauteed mushroom, you go bacon, you go barbecue sauce on the burger. Bingo. Bingo. Bang. Yeah. Jesus. Maybe even a little like blue cheese dressing I've had on there, or ranch dressing. Forget or... the blue cheese dressing. You do some crumbled blue cheese on Damn, that bacon. Get yourself a KC like burger. Like a black and blue. KC Prime, baby. Go get yourself one of Love those. It. Lawrenceville, Quaker Ridge Road. Delicious. They okay. put it on a ciabatta. Now, we're ordering pizza. What kind of slice are you wanting? <laughs> I saw this this place in New York that does uh, pizza on top of pizza. They put okay. like a little pizza on top of the pizza. Okay, I was like, that's fantastic. I need that right away. <laughs> you know, I love pepperoni. 
I'm a big pepperoni guy. Okay. If I'm just going plain slice, I'll do a pepperoni mushroom. I like that. Pepperoni mushroom. Okay. How much? I don't think you can go wrong with the meat lovers. I will absolutely put pineapple on my pizza. Some people are going to hear that. I actually like pineapple. People are not going to like it. You know what? Kiss my ass. That's how I like it. Don't judge me. (laughs) I can do whatever I want. My crust? What are you going with? Yeah. Oh, I like the... I don't, New like, Jersey, I don't yeah, like the thin crust. crust. I like the regular Jersey crust. Okay, cool. Not the thin crust, but I'll tell you what. Yeah. I do love me a good bar pie. Yeah, those are uh, oh, those really thin ones you that give, like, are on the pedestal. Uh, just for thing. you, baby. Yep, just absolutely. for you. Nice little eight-incher. Who doesn't love eight inches? You know what Seriously. I'm saying? Nice little eight-incher. Put some pepperoni on there. The little ones on the bar pie. I like the big pepperonis on the regular pie. Some mushroom. Definitely extra cheese. Do we have any listeners in Chicago, do you think? We definitely have listeners in okay. Chicago. By the way, I'm it's sorry to my love. listeners in Chicago, the Tap Out Boys, my boy Dave. I've been shitting on Chicago because I had a rough 10 minutes at the <laughs> O'Hare Airport. I apologize. Maybe you can turn me around. Uh, let's not talk about the deep dish. Deep that dish. is not pizza. That's a meal in itself. That's not pizza, dude. Yeah, I hear you. I'm not saying that it's not delicious. I'm not saying that it's not absolutely delectable and it won't fill your belly with happiness and joy and then regret in the morning. Yeah. That's what a good meal does, right? Yeah. A good meal is like a good hookup. At the moment, it's fantastic. You're loving it. Yeah. And in the morning, you feel bad about mm-hmm. it. That's how a delicious meal should be. You bet. But it's not pizza. Yeah, anything you got to order like twenty minutes ahead, you know, to make it's it. not pizza, yeah. bro. It, it's it's a lasagna. It's a, yeah, it's damn good. It's though. a casserole. Holy mackerel, is it good? I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah, it's, it's delicious, delicious, but it's a casserole. It's not pizza. I can't fold it and eat it. Yeah, you know, we got the Sicilian slice, that big thick thing. That's I do like, like Sicilian, but it's good. I, that's too doughy, dude. You know what I like? I've been digging on like uh, barbecue chicken on my pizza. I can get down with that. Holy shit, is that good? Oh, you know what's good on pizza too? What's that? When you do the, uh, I like doing the uh, banana peppers. Oh, definitely, I like that <sighs> with some mushroom. Yeah, because now yeah. you get like that, like savory, savory. with the spice, umami versus yeah. Oof, maron, that's <laughs> maron. Uh, All right, so now the third sandwich, now your I'm sub dying. sandwich. You Very walk into like a basic. Sub, what do you got? Basic. I'm gonna guess turkey, uh, shredded lettuce. Tomato, mayonnaise, maybe the peppers on there. Absolutely the peppers. Okay. Not maybe, absolutely. Okay. And then you're doing like an oil and vinegar as well? S-P-O-V, baby. Salt, pepper, oregano, oil and vinegar. One all the way kind of thing. 100% spoof. Okay. So you're not doing an Italian like with the... I don't like the Italian. There's too much going on in there. No tuna fish? like Definitely not doing the tuna. (laughs) Listen, I'll do all those things and I'll enjoy them. But I just you're feel walking like, in. What do you get? Like the number. I'm getting the turkey, bro. Okay. I'm getting turkey. Like now, if uh, you know, Jersey Mike's open right down the road Love Jersey at the Mike's. new plaza. I went there on the first Mike's. day they were open. Yeah. By the way, we Max just got a little part time gig over there. Seriously, I thought he works at the uh, the uh, liquor store. Nah, he's bouncing around, man. He's uh, he? He, he's all about some. He's all about subs. <laughs> all about the subs, nice. day and night. Love it. Gotta go visit him over there. Without he, a doubt. He 100% has to wear a hairnet. There's no way. I'd be like, put a hairnet on that. That Jufro is like. <laughs> it's fantastic. I just don't want anywhere near amazing. my sandwich. Uh, I get the Jersey Shore special, the Jersey Shore classic. Yeah. Which is, you know, turkey. I think they put like uh, gabagool or something in there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capicola. Um, delicious. But I just like, I just feel like, and I don't like, this is very big with my subs. Right. Very big. I don't like when they put the oil and vinegar on top of the lettuce tomato and yeah because it drips it drips yeah you put it into the bread exactly bread yep then, then you put the oil and vinegar yeah. then mayo on top of that to yep. secure it, it in there 
It seals Let it. it yeah, man. Then you throw the meats on I there. Agree. Come on, bro. And then before you cut it in half, you put the knife in the middle of the sandwich to get a good fold. fold. Over. Yeah. Then we cut it, and not in half. I like the diagonal cut so that my first bite fits perfectly. Dig it, man. Dig it. So and then I can go. I can take good bites. Yeah. Side to side. Instead of like taking that first awkward bite where it's like, well, where do yep. I start? Now you bite in the middle and you got like those two weird sides and it's, it's just not, it's not angled the right That's way. That's one of the things that throws me off with Taco Bell. It's like, I'll, I'll, I'll like take the bottom bite of the taco, but then I got to get a whole mouthful of like lettuce and cheese in the second bite. Yeah, man. Not good. You got me starving now. I, I hate know. you. Fucking hungry too. I, haven't eaten I hit all my macros today too. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done until I wake up in the morning. I'll do a uh, one quick hat tip to our uh, our friend Pharrell. He brought in those uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. I didn't have any. Yikes. They're good. I didn't have any of them. Holy mackerel. Just, just in case Tim's li- listening. <laughs> if he's not listening, I had a couple. They were delicious. <laughs> but if he's listening, I didn't have any because it's, it's not on my macro sheet, Tim. He checks it every four days. <coughs> All right, man. And he got on me 50. the other day. He got on me on Monday. Oh, did he really? Yeah, but he was good, though. He was I like, like how you got all pissed off though. Like you're here the one day you heard it when I yeah. was like, yeah, I got into it because he got mad about a milkshake. I was like, dude, I didn't even have a fucking milkshake. All right, I had like two sips of it, but I wanted to account for it. What's your milkshake, by the way? I didn't even ask. Vanilla, dude. You like vanilla? I'm, I'm a chocolate guy. I'll tell you nothing. I don't like ice cream. I love ice cream. I could live without it. Wow. I remember Steph was like, oh my god, could you imagine not being able to eat ice cream? I was like, I'd be fine. Okay. You know what I love? What's that? Man? My weakness. You said a good piece of cake pastries bro yeah man i get oh, it i get it God. i get there's it. this place in princeton called chez alice it is a french pa- french style patisserie. patisserie yeah patisserie i just learned that word i think it's a fantastic That's an awesome word. word patisserie oh my god yeah the french know how to do it so good <laughs> so good there's a place out in uh when we go to uh vegas we always stay at the aria and they have a thing That's called good spot. The, the patisserie Oh my god! And it's open twenty four hours. There is a fantastic uh, French pastry chef. I forget his name. He had a show on Netflix called "The Next Great Chocolatier," or "The Next Great Chocolate," whatever. Uh, and he makes these fantastic sculptures out of chocolate. Doesn't he can he? do everything. He right. can do everything. But man, he's got a he's got an academy out in Vegas. Does he? Oh, teach yeah, people how to make this stuff. Wow. He's like a young dude too. He's like, in his, he's like in his early mid thirties. Man, that's a big deal. I mean, is that dude in uh, Hoboken? Carlo or whatever his name is. Carlos uh, Bakery. Buddy or Buddy. Buddy. Buddy V, yeah. I mean, he's incredible with the I'll show you shit. this guy. This guy smokes everyone. Does he? It, dude, I'll show you when we're, when we're off air. All right. Fantastic. All right, brother. What do you say? I say I'm fucking hungry now because of you. <laughs> I know. Sorry, man. Tomorrow I got to go eat. Well, tomorrow's Thursday, so I can I jazz it up a little bit, throw some red meat in there. Uh, but we're good. That was a great episode. Glad to be back. All right, guys, tapping in. Enjoy the show. Talk to you soon.